we're real professional now. Really didn't want to close today. <laughs> Chase doesn't want Chase doesn't want the cat stuff in there, so she wants me to like sit in front of it. That's fine. It's, fine. it's completely That's fine. fine. My wants- bed and TV are in the shot. I moved the kitty letter out of the way. See that in the back left corner, the right yeah. corner, whatever. That I just I just made a, a conscious effort to move that out of the way, and it's that's what you were doing. No, it's it's totally yeah. in the shot. That's amazing. Jesus Christ! It doesn't matter. Get get, dude. Yeah. We'll do it dude. live. We will do it live. We Why do we name the podcast the, uh, that? What are we doing? I, are we doing? I I wanted to name the podcast that, but I, it's okay. But you know, that'll be my secondary podcast. Yeah, there you go. Maybe I'll guest on that to confuse everyone. For the folks at home, dude, we got kitty litter laying around. Closets don't close properly. I think this <laughs> one's kind of like cockeye. I got a cat eating food behind me. You got a dog. All over the place. Got a, yeah, I got a dog in my bathroom that is just sopping wet. So everything's good. Mm. All right. Well, I guess and we I'm should... on time. We we planned on starting this at what time? Six thirty, and it is uh, eight thirty, eight forty-five actually. <laughs> yeah, so dude. we're. We're just, no, we're just but, living the good old American dream. But to, to the folks at home, it doesn't matter what time it is, you know? It, it, like, like, exactly. Recording time doesn't matter. This is all the magic of the internet. All right, let's do an actual, like, intro thing. Hey, folks, hey, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, let me uh, grab this, uh, my microphone here. I just want to introduce everybody to the folks at home podcast where we shoot Hello. a podcast and all we talk about is being at home. No, not really. Yeah, so uh, this is the first real episode of the podcast, I guess. If like the last episode we were figuring it out, we can just call it episode two. I don't know, right? Yeah, just to, for for the guests or you know our three guests that are watching, probably that's probably a little high. Um, just because this is episode number one or two, our second iteration doesn't mean we're any more prepared, and this is going to be any better. So I don't know. It's going to be. Know a, if let him, know if oh, it's going to be. That. It's going to be a nightmare for probably months. Tell me what happened to you today, Zach. <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about what happened to me today. Uh, Come on, let's lay it on me. I wasn't at at home today, uh, so it wasn't technically folks at home. I was actually at a Starbucks for most of the day. Maybe we just don't ever mention the name of the podcast. I kind of, I hate it already. Not the name, but (laughs) (laughs) I hate hate that you're referencing it as a thing. I (laughs) hate it. (laughs) Maybe we never say the name of the podcast ever. Every podcast should have a different name. We should just rename it every time. Just flat out change the name of the podcast. Every like I, I, I got to tell you, I hate folks at home. We're doing queefs of the week or whatever, <laughs> whatever. No, let's is. do let's do it live. Do it live, man. We'll do it live every. Do week. it live is full take is fully taken. That's why we didn't call it that. Would you like to tell everyone what happened to you today, or or do you want to? Do you actually not want to talk about it? Really boring. Um, just give. I kind of like like just just base synopsis. Nothing too technical. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, for the God, I really want to say it, but I'm going to say it for the folks at home. I'm cool okay? with that. For the folks at home, this is what I did today. All right. 7:42 a.m. That's actually a late start for me. They usually come in about 6:30. Harvey, I'm going to run through this really quick with you. Yeah. 7:42. Four phone calls at 7:42. So there actually probably was a subsequent phone call earlier than that, but it only records the last phone call that person. So there are four total phone calls with the last phone call being at 7:42 a.m. Then I had a phone call at 7:49. 
then one at 750, 755, 808, two phone calls, 811, 813, 815, 817, 829, 833, 848, 851, 853, 856, I think we get the picture. So, the picture. yeah, exactly. So that's that's what I did today. And that went on until I got my last, actually, right as we were started shooting this podcast at 836, I got a phone call from my boss. So, um, Do you ever consider suicide? Uh, I don't think I have to. I think it's going to take care of itself. Yeah. It's just, it's just an all present. Just think feeling. about the the amount of electromagnetic radiation. That's a great that's, point. That's just going right into my cranium. So I, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna take its tear. It's a really great point. Shorter. Mm-hmm. If you ever got, I mean, if you're holding your phone on your right ear, you ever get on the wrong side of a telephone pole, it's going straight through mm-hmm. your brain. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's. I mean, at my previous job at the old fishing boat club and i kind of feel embarrassed right now because i'm pretty sure i wore this exact shirt <laughs> the last podcast Ta-da. nice wow this looks terrible with the blue undershirt i might have to take this off yeah it's really it's not great Ta-da. what do you think about the beard it's been uh over two weeks that i've had to go into a plant with my let me let me see both sides shape. let me see let me see these no that's good it's good i have been yeah but it's got i've got this nice little undercut i don't know anyway go on it still looks it looks like basically full where it counts though because mine like is so thin right here and i'm like what's weird is uh, i haven't shaved in a minute and it the the parts that do grow grow long so they just cover the parts that aren't there so yeah. that's what i am that's basically what my my beard situation is but i mean if, with any investigation it becomes clear that it's just a hair piece of a you know, it's a comb yeah. over. I think I think that the uh, the uh, the person that's in charge of the artwork for our logo did a really really good <laughs> job with our beard. But that being said, uh, that now would be I, I don't know if I probably don't need to keep mentioning this, but now would be a great time to cut in a picture of the original artwork so you can <laughs> show everybody how incredibly high and sleepy I looked uh, like on the first. You look so uh, stoned. Like, so I literally, I'm like, I'm like, it's like black under my eyes, and I look. I, I mean, my eyes are just like. It's crazy. It's actually mm-hmm. crazy. So oh. for, I mean, for for those that don't know, which is everyone, we commissioned uh, some artwork to use as our logo. Should be, I mean, it should come out well. Fiverr is a wonderful website where you can just pay people to do things for you and it's it was yeah, and it's not five dollars by the way it ended up being considerably more you know i don't know why they call it fiber i don't i don't know what you can buy for five dollars these days but i was you telling you can't be by a logo yeah i was telling my parents this this whole journey that we whatever that we went on and they were like oh so it costs five dollars i was like no great no, marketing it i mean it's great marketing that's how it started that's how the website started is like what can you do for five bucks and then uh nothing jack literally. yeah i mean it's you can't do i mean you couldn't do 10 years ago you can't do shit now it's insane i would love to hear about an exercise that you did today if any oh this is a tough one so originally we planned on shooting the pot and this is the shame segment right this is where we, we can call it the shame segment absolutely uh, because or, or i mean uh, it's a shame segment no, it's this shame. week maybe it's next shame. week yeah okay, yeah exactly yeah. okay so i didn't work out tonight uh i did watch my dog but we planned on shooting this podcast actually last thursday uh that got canceled then we planned on shooting on sunday that got canceled then we planned on shooting it monday night and that was a go so in preparation for that uh last week i committed to working out minimum once a week which is not a very high bar but for me it is uh and it had to be at least before the podcast or on the day of 
So yesterday we planned on shooting the podcast. It got canceled because of things when it came up at work, which is also what delayed us today. Uh, so I did yesterday, I ran uh, a mile. Uh, I did nice. some stretching in, in the driveway and I ran a mile around the neighborhood and then I came back. Uh, I will say that the last quarter of that mile was stopped because I was taking phone calls for work. So it was kind of like a three quarter run, one quarter <laughs> walk of so not, crazy. it was my fault. It wasn't my fault, but anyway. No, but hey, dude, you're, you're out there doing it. Mm-hmm. I was, um, what did you do? What did, what, what did you, what did you do this? Cause you, you're working out six days a week now, right? I've been working out six days a week, but I, I got it. The, the workouts are extremely minor. The whole point is me just going to the gym physically and making it a habit. That's what I've been doing. So as I said, last pod, um, I, I've been doing it for the for the past two weeks. And then I went to Colorado and didn't do And then I'm back and now I'm getting back into okay, it. Okay, but you I hiked go. and you were sick. That's not your fault. I was very sick. You're right. Yeah, I didn't funny. hike because I was sick. But anyway, yeah. I dropped my mom off at, a, at an appointment this morning. And then I went to the mm-hmm. gym. I did like uh, my, my go-to nowadays. I'm trying to add five minutes on a treadmill every week. Nice. So I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm at 30 minutes. I'm doing 30 minutes speed walking, sharp incline. It's like wow. a, I do a 3.5. Is it a stair a, stepper or is it actually a treadmill? Just, just treadmill. Okay. Because my fats cannot run on a treadmill. A, because I'm fat and I can't run. And also B, because I'm so heavy. I don't know if you know this, that if I try to run on a treadmill, like my sheer, the sheer mass <laughs> of my body, <laughs> it, 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 like it jerks the, uh, the, the rope. What do you call it? The, the, the tread, the tread. <laughs> it jerks the tread. It jerks the tread, and it, it, it like it goes like this. It like jumps, so it, it becomes impossible to to use. I remember. You know, I um, smell a lawsuit there. Okay, I, I smell a lawsuit. That's that, what I'm that, saying. That, that I mean, unless well, there's some fine out, print, yeah, that doesn't. It turns out there's very fair. I bet you there's probably a weight limit that they specify. <laughs> and look into that. You could be in for a serious payday, sir. But serious also, payday. It's possible that no one's just as fat as I am, but isn't it? it that is it, not possible. Have you ever heard of the thousand pound man? I mean, it was a wet, it was a show. Not literally, not but I mean, pounds. but I mean, people oh, that are sorry. working out on a regular basis. You know what I mean? That guy's up. He's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's not even standing up. <laughs> okay. There was a popular show, what they call it back in the day, American or Biggest Loser or something. There were some people that were regular. I mean, granted, they Biggest were, Loser, but there's also you know, uh, 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 the compensation and tv time so but this i mean this is media exposure right so it's the same thing it's exactly the same platform it, exactly that's what the I thought. Same we'll have we'll have club next episode of a segment we'll do public weigh-ins how about that <laughs> find your down for that right oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good uh, stuff. people are blown away when i tell them how much i weigh people are like what but it's not because I don't look it. It's you just, know, the first just, time you told me how much you weighed crazy. when we were in college, I didn't like, I, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a fellow fatty, but it wasn't like, oh, God, dude, this guy's like, this guy's huge. I was just like, hmm, okay, cool. But yeah, but it's much worse now. Well, not worse, but it's, it's not know, it's, that much worse. It's really not. You're right. It's, it's really not much. Not. It's fine. No, on a percentage basis, you know, it's a it's a drop in the bucket, <laughs> a, a, lar- a, lar- a large bucket, <laughs> a chum bucket. <laughs> <laughs> a bucket oh, full you of took fucking it, you took it, and I took it then you took it then you went <laughs> right here good stuff uh what was i saying look at this okay so look at that oh tell me about it it's called eight so you know you're from dallas yeah can you name one dallas cowboys quarterback Dak prescott can you name two tony romo nice okay 
Can you name three? No. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> I this got is, two. so number eight was the Super Bowl winning, the last Super Bowl winning, which was when I was this old. Uh, and I've been a Cowboys fan all my life. It's awful. Um, but Troy Aitman. Aitman uh, I knew. I knew. Uh, I and knew he was that. number eight. Uh, he came out with a beer. And my parents went up and picked it up. And it's so it's claimed to fame as it was developed by Troy Aitman. Uh, and it's 2.6 are you, carbs, are you, are you, you calories. You, you're saying the word eight, man? Isn't it ache? A-C-K? Yeah, it's Aitman. It's Aitman. Yeah, yeah it's Aitman. Just his number was eight. His number was eight, right? Yeah, his number was eight. I was just kind of trying to make like a little thing. That's cute. But anyway, it's a decent beer. I'd much rather prefer Miller Lite's five more calories, but it's, you know. Nice. I read into the hype. You know what I saw the other day? I'm going to put a picture of this up right here. But there was, uh, i never seen this before. There is zero carb beer that exists currently. It's Bud Bud Light. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's like 4%, not too, I mean, it's light, but it's not super light. Zero carbs, zero. I didn't know. I did not know that was actually what is truly alcohol. Like, okay, you've had a truly before. Is that zero carb beer? No, isn't that malt though? Is dude, that's what I'm saying. Is that almost all beer is made of like malt or or rice or fucking grain? I don't understand how you get zero carbs from that, but Bud Light figured it out. I saw it on the shelf. I was like, what? Zero it carbs? Be, it has to be some type of chemical process. They're pulling the carbs out. That's, it's that's, amazing. It's weird. Is that amazing? Does it taste good? I've never tried. I will try it next time I see it. Huh. I wonder how they did that. I don't know. I have to look into it. It's kind of cool. It's very cool. Oh, do uh, you want to tell the folks at home where we were supposed to be tonight, right now, uh, actually? I was going to bring that up. So, uh, Zach and I almost, I mean, so. For those that don't know, which is everyone. This close. This close. Dude, yeah, pretty much. Dude, all right. Louis C.K. is performing in Austin, Texas. This very evening, he's in Austin because he's doing Rogan with uh, Joe List, his his uh, starring leading man in the new movie, Fourth of July, that I was telling you guys about last last week. Um, But uh, the, they're there to do Rogan. He's never done Rogan before. I'm very was excited about that Was he just doing a regular interview. stand-up special? Or what was he, like, what was he, what was he doing? Because you said this was unannounced, right? This wasn't, the, this wasn't the something that's supposed to show up. That's why I'm so pissed and salty about this. Because <laughs> I'm on this motherfucker's mailing list. I should, I'm a goddamn fan, right? And I should know when Probably he's going to be fan. in Texas. Like, I will Literally. drive to go see him in Texas, wherever he's at. If he comes to Texas, I'm going. And he's going to a fucking creek in the cave, which is a tiny venue in Austin. When are you ever going to see Louis in a tiny venue? You're, you're, you're I've not, never you're not. seen Louis before in live at all. I've seen him, you know, obviously on Netflix and YouTube. And I've all seen that it stuff, twice, but, but both times in, in big theaters. This so been it would have been literally would have been perfect. Unbelievable. It would have been incredible. But the tickets obviously sold out in two seconds because they didn't fucking announce it on his website. I, I didn't get a ticket. And then the only tickets that were that were available were like. $275 each after after the fees and shit. So it's like I'm just not I'm just not willing to do that. Or I was I, I was Plus, well I was actually it was probably playing. me. It was probably me that actually did it because my job it was completely you, jacked dude, up you, today. You had a crazy day. No fault of yours whatsoever. I didn't learn about this until literally this morning. And I by the way, to I, I didn't tell you so this. bad. It's so cool. Um it would we could have done a pod in person. That would have been fun. But, yes, uh, and we could have invited Louie on the show. 
I mean, he's not gonna he's not gonna accept the invite or hear it. But we could have we could have told the folks that he was gonna be you know yeah. invited to the show. You know, does he never would shut imagine, up? But. Can you imagine this podcast that doesn't exist? He's like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I don't even know what we talk about. I've got no interview skill skills. I think I just I think we just give him a camera. Oh, we'll just kind I, of be I, off to the side I, and just whatever he wants to. You know, he can I rip have... on me for my early hair loss, hair loss and whatever. It doesn't matter. Just I have no idea me. what I would ask that man. I would be so it would be awkward as fuck. I don't think yeah. you'd be able to say anything. I think you'd probably just sit there and just kind of just. Uh, that's what that's what I would do. By the way, by this face is what I would be making at the Creek in the Crave if I was there. It's literally right now. It's nine p.m. <laughs> when we're recording this. He's performing it. He started performing at eight thirty. So we would be watching him right now in Austin, Texas, if this happened. But uh, what the fuck? You know, shit happens. Whatever. Maybe they'll okay. go in over time. Okay, Louis C.K.'s, you know, he had his problems. Uh, I think probably most people know what they are. Um, you know, putting all that aside, yeah, that. Um, he's a excellent comedian. So now... My favorite uh, comedian. Exactly. Your favorite. Um, I never really watched comedians at all until I went to college with you, but I love them. Uh, but anyway, you actually got to go to a comedy show... Was it over the weekend? And you actually yeah. got some footage and what was his name? What, who, what was his name? You got some footage David and Kechner. you got to talk to him. David Keckner. Yeah. So David Keckner. So he plays, he plays Todd who Packer. in the office? Todd Packer. Todd Packer. Yeah. yeah. Todd Packer from the office. And you went to his stand-up? I sure did. I went to a comedy a comedy show with uh, some friends of mine. He was he was playing in Dallas where I live and mm -hmm. he, he came through. Uh, I have the thing. I'm a comedy que nerd queef. So I, I, have, I have these standards for comedians. Like people that your Louis C.K.'s and your Bill Burr's, like your best of all times, they've been doing it for 25, 30 years. They've been doing right. it a long time. That's why they're, they're, they're the place that they're at. When I see an actor do a tour, I'm a little bit hesitant usually because they're like, maybe they're just headlining clubs because they're, they have the name, you know? Right. David Kegner, holy shit, that's fucking guy from The Office. I keep forgetting his name. Dodd Packer. Packer. Todd Packer. That's Todd Packer from The Office. I'm going to go see fucking Todd Packer right now. So it's a, I'm a little bit hesitant going in, but he he's was... great in The Office, though. He's great in The Office. He's I love him as a character. He's freaking. He's hilarious. unbelievable Plus, in he's, The Office. He's unbelievable he's in, in Anchorman. Anchorman. Too. I was going to say he's an Anchorman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Mm -hmm. I love, love, love the. Uh, my favorite bloopers of all time are the Anchorman 2 bloopers. Gosh, I've longed for you. I mean, missed you. Let me breathe you in. Yeah. Uh, what do you say we break the huddle, huh? Ready, set, break. <laughs> Come on, man. Settle down. You settle down. Easy. Let's ride this out. What are you talking uh, about? Let's ride this out. Uh, yeah, don't be silly. Take me now. <laughs> what? Take me. Oh, get back here. What are you doing? Don't be weird. I'm, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I was uh, uh, went to the show with a couple friends of mine. He does like 75% stories and the stories are all killer. They're killer. They're so funny. Really? Like personal super, stories? Yeah, stories from his past. Huh. But they're like, they're very like, um, he like, of course, just layers of fant fantastical and like crazy and super rambly. There's one bit where he does like a, a crazy country twang accent for like 10 minutes, like a 10 minute un un uninterrupted bit. And it's <laughs> hysterical. It's so funny. I was dying. 
So he's he has the comedy chops that I did not expect him to have. Um, but he does a lot of crowd work also. So he does like he'll do like a story, and then I'll talk to some people in the front, and then I'll do a couple more stories, and then towards the end of his set, he walks through the crowd and just talks to basically every table. Right. So I'll plug the video of that happening in here. Why are you pointing them out? Because she's so much better looking? I see that. You know what? I'm not a swinger. You're not a swinger? Which means you are, okay? He stopped talking because he was caught. Now I see three or four guys guys without uh, girls. Gay. Are you? Are you pretty sure you can suck a better cock than this room? I put money on it. You put money on it? Oh, yeah. You're going to have so many women come up to you tonight and say, give me a chance. Are you here with this gal? Interacted with this man. Literally, like. He came to our table. And you got a rise out of everybody. The entire the entire yeah. crowd. I don't know. It was, I'll let you it, go into it. It was, it was amazing, so he, though. He was fun. It, it was it was fun because I, I just, as he was coming up, I was like, pulled out my phone, just put it on the table like this, tried to, you know, record it. And it was it was just, a, it was a great little moment because he was clearly leading us in that direction anyway. And I was just like, I mean, I'm gay. And he was, and then, <laughs> it, was, it was a fun moment because... <laughs> Which he, you he actually are. Like, yeah. Yes, which I literally am. But he, he didn't know that. He was trying <laughs> you to gotta make, put the little, make fun you gotta, of us. Okay, you got to put the 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 gay thing. So oh, yeah. The bottom corner. Yeah, make sure you put that up. Yeah. Right there. Oh, no, it's on the side. <laughs> it's on the side. No, it's on the other side. You're right. You're right. Oh, shit. Is it? Put oh, them on both sides. You're flamboyant, remember? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it was perfect, man. It was perfect. You even had the comedic timing down. You waited until like the last second. And then it just... I'm getting, yeah. and then it just is perfect. The whole the whole place erupted. It was, it was a great video. So it hit. Really, it was fun. That was yeah. it was a good time. I, I don't know how you had the foresight to strategically and stealthily record that. I mean, I guess you could kind of sense he was walking up on you, but that's what it, it was. was. I because he was talking. Was he was talking to a table like over there, and I was like, it was so candid. It was so. It wasn't like you're sitting there like a whatever. It's like, oh, hey, yeah. I'm recording. Like, look yeah. at me. It's Which a lot of other people like, did. Right. That's, you can't I find that very annoying. Yeah. You can't even tell. It was, it was, and also it's a, like it, it's, it creates a weird him just talking to a table is one thing, but him talking to a table with a camera like this is totally, it's a totally different vibe. Yeah. So you try to be stealthy with it. But anyway, we it was fun. Had, we had the, we had the segment about the most famous person that we personally know. Do you, would you count that? Is that, is that you count that now as knowing that person? No, or is that just like a, not at all. I don't know him whatsoever. I mean, if we're talking about people I've seen live, I've seen fucking Paul McCartney. Do I know him? I don't know, but did you share a joke with them and let them know your sexuality? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but no, but I, I will say that uh, uh, David Kechner 100, 110% forgot about that interaction 10 seconds after it happened. We're going to have to. So when we shoot this podcast, we're going to have to tweet at them. I'm not doing that. Why not? Just tweet him and say, hey, look. This is number two, and I don't mean this is shit. This is podcast number two, uh, and you're featured. If anything, I would tweet him a clip. That's perfect. You don't have to tweet the po- whole podcast. Just, you know, hey, you just want to let you know. Here's I our awesome logo, version three. 
just uh, at him in the tweet. That's fun. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right, I fuck with that. I might do, do that. Come on, man. Come on. That's I'm excited about. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know what? I agree. I we we need to do more of that. We should be tweeting celebrities randomly for no reason. Like you know, people tweet, that we don't should, even mention. You need to tweet Norm. That's who you <laughs> dude. His social media blowing up recently, blowing up. Yeah, what happened with that? I he I saw him like something crazy was going on. Like everybody's like tweeting him or referencing him or something. I'm completely kidding. He's it's nothing happening. He's dead. No, I I, I did. I, I <laughs> it's it, nothing it, happening. There was something going on. I think it was honestly it was it. Well, this kind of sucks, but uh, some type of dead. lady. Yeah, Dorm is not with us anymore. Uh, he's with us in spirit. Uh, no, some crazy lady came out of the woodwork and uh, well, maybe not. I don't want to discount. You know. But she came out of the woodwork and said something about uh, he came on to me or something like that. I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that that happened. So that's, what? that's why I brought that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was like a she came out. It was like a I don't remember, man. I see. I do a lot of stuff during the day. Just oh my god. Uh, what should I even do? It's nothing comes up with his, with his name. I guess it wasn't. If it would have made news headlines, it would have been. Some lady. Uh, How dare you like... besmirch this good man's name? Unless he, I, I just can't imagine. He's um, it's. I, I don't want to. Obviously, if something happened, well, props for her. Famous, blah, I blah, mean, blah. his famous bit from Conan. I mean, he's deeply closeted. Yeah, there you go. That's a good point. <laughs> but he's always uh, he always talked about in interviews like he 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 go on Stern and be like, uh, I never have sex ever. I don't hardly ever think about it. I find it like disgusting and and like vile he said that yeah i think he's uh i think he was asexual really yeah so i cannot imagine he literally he said this on stern stern knows how to fucking get juice out of people right he said like he had sex to make his to create his son basically and he wasn't much interested in it with his ex-wife wow that's uh well yeah i guess everybody's got their reasons i guess it's a thing. Asexuality is a thing. It's an interesting thing. It's wild. That is absolutely yeah. wild. Anyway, yeah, so that was... Uh, Good old Norm. He's Good the reason guy. we called this show what it's called. Tell the folks at home who Jim Downey is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's uh, the late writer. No. Uh, <laughs> Jim was a writer on uh, SNL back, like, in the beginning. Yeah. And... Uh, He's, I think, within the people who are there, he's kind of the the almighty god of writers. That was one of the things I love so much is that that uh, Mulaney. W- I heard that Mulaney would write all the stuff for Stefan. Tell yeah. the folks at home who Mulaney is. John Mulaney. <laughs> I think one of the things we initially bonded over in in college was Norm Macdonald. <clears throat> no, I think what we initially bonded over was the micro size of our dormitory and the you know the fact <laughs> that we could not be more than five foot from each other at maximum that's a good point anger yeah but yeah, anyway yeah you know yeah i mean I, as as two like large human beings it was so insane that we were it was. Well, well initially when we first showed up you know most of the dorms in our in Ruder, which is freshman uh, men's dormitory had a office room which is a small room for computers and desks and then they've got a bedroom, which is where you put, you know, bed, clothes, closet. Uh, but when we showed up, probably on a percentage basis, one of the two of the largest people on the football team 
you know, obviously you, I'm, I'm not the largest. I was actually one of the smallest linemen in terms of height, but you bring the average way up because oh, you're, yeah. what are you six foot nine, six foot 12. I don't even know. <laughs> Seven. Anyway, there you go. There you go. Uh, so we actually got stuck in the, I think there was one room on each floor. There's three total floors in Reuter. Each floor has one room that doesn't have the office bedroom. It's just a bedroom. And that's where we initially got stuck. And then your mom. Which by the to... way, for context, everyone is, is literally the size of the room that Zach is in currently. No, it's, it's half it's... the size. It was, it was about <laughs> half the size of that. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the in-frame part of your room, like this room behind me, the room that I'm in currently is, I mean, it's probably three quarters of this. It's, tiny and it's yeah. your entire existence is in that room it's it's, it's your it's your bed it's your workstation TV. it's your closet it's your tv it's everything yep. i mean it's 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 for two people if it was one person it might be doable but it's two mm-hmm. so it's a it was not doable yeah and so your mom went to the ra and said there's no fucking way we're doing this <laughs> look at these kids these kids are fat do you see these kids we're starting the it's... football team for the first year ever and you're going to put these kids in a single room? Hell no. So uh, I don't know why or what the deal was, but there was nobody in that room and there was nobody in our room. So the R was just like, okay, here, have this room. Yeah. And they put us in a, you know, a slightly bigger room, slightly, which is amazing that was because Harvey. Truly just, life-saving. Yeah. Because I, I needed the bedroom because I would go to sleep and I would wake up and Harvey, it'd be, you know, whatever I had to go take a piss and it's four in the morning and Harvey's just sitting in there in his game. And we had the TV on the top of the dresser. So it's like way up in the air and this guy's just looking up and it's four 30 in the morning. And I walk out he's like, what's up, man. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are you doing? So, uh, you know, I'm, you know, half, I think that's when grand theft auto had came out for the first time. GT- like, GTA five. I fucking just, just all night, literally yep. all night for so long. I got so into GTA five. It was your copy, your Xbox, yep. your, your, yep. your fucking TV. Yep. It was your everything. Yep. Can you imagine if I was doing that in like the same room that you were sleeping in? I was just oh, like, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. It's like, what's so annoying. So, I, so, so I go to, you know, I go to class at 8 a.m. Harvey's now, you know, since going to bed. Uh, I've got full class schedule uh, from eight to noon. And then I get to break for lunch and I'll go home uh, or to my dorm. And Carvey will just be cover all the way pulled up, like right to his chin, just just passed out sleeping away I'm like this motherfucker this motherfucker and then he I would go and, he, and then he would go and then he would go write an email saying hey i wasn't feeling well please let me you know do blah 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 and the teacher would be like oh yeah sure it's fine we'll give you whatever you know it'll be fine so we were also on very different like a, a major tracks so you were doing like a very intensive science background and i was doing the business no no i'm joke. not yeah, I know. I'm not salty about it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I was I such a piece re- of shit in college. I, I was such I, a piece I, of shit. I do, I do remember. So, oh man, this is this is so long ago now. But you had a, it was freshman year, you had a, a final exam uh, that you had to take. And you had to be there at a certain time. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, you stayed up all night and day studying for this thing. Correct. Literally pulled like 48 hours in a row. I was trying like, to dude, cram a semester's uh, a semester's worth of knowledge into a single evening. Yes. So you did that. Um, and I had a class, uh, but you told me, I think the test was at noon or something. Or no, no, it, no, no. It was earlier. It was at 11, I think, because I was coming back for lunch. 
okay, well, you, you were know you were about to go you were about to go to, to class. So yeah. you texted me at like nine or something uh, or ten. You said, "Hey, dude, I'm, I got to get a power nap in. Uh, I've set f- like six alarms or something crazy. Please make sure that I'm up." I have to be in this class by 11. I have one hour to take this test. I'm like, oh, sure, dude, cool. Um, so I, my classes, it must have been 10 o'clock. So my class is at 10. It goes until 11. Hard going to be at class at 11. So I'm in science, which is at the uh, Fonder and Jones, I believe is a science hall, right? All the way at the other side of Southwestern. And I see the clock start ticking up. And my professor is going beyond. The class is supposed to end at 10.50. She's going beyond. She continues to go. So I'm sitting there and I start texting you at, I don't know, 1040 or something. I'm like, Hey man, you got to get up. You're not texting me. Uh, and then it's, you know, whatever, 1050. I'm like, dude, get up. And then I start calling you and I'm in the middle of the class. And then I finally at like 1055, she lets out, she was supposed to let us out at 1050. Uh, so I'm like, Holy shit. I'm calling, I'm calling people in the, in router. Nobody's picking up. So this is, I don't know how, 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 how far away do you think uh, Reuter is from Fonder and Jones, the science hall, which is one of the farthest away buildings from Reuter. Easily quarter, maybe a half mile. It, so it's probably a half a mile. I got a yeah. full book bag. I'm a super nerd. I'm the only science major on the entire football team. I'm like, holy shit, my roommate's about to get kicked out of school. I have to go wake this dude up. So I look like a crazy person. I sprint as fast as I can, literally just dead sprint, just trying to get there. And I <laughs> open the door. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget this. I open the door and Harvey sits up like Frankenstein. He's literally dead asleep. He's got the covers pulled like this. He sits up like Frankenstein. He goes, it happened. <laughs> it happened. It literally, it's like, it happened. And I was like, oh my God, wake up, dude. So I pull out a pencil. You're like, I do. I need a pencil. I need paper. So I hand this stuff to you. you wipe your face. You throw on a t-shirt, and you literally sprint. I remember you told me you sprint. You this is this is where you can take the story. I, I I sprinted. I mean, again, halfway across campus. Statistics, legitimately right? It was statistics, right? It was stats. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember this so well. So bad. I sprint. I'm like just dead sprinting campus. People are turning, like looking at me, like, what the fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> you I, were busted. Desperate. I remember you busted out of the, the door of the room. You're just like, I, I remember I was sitting in the room and I heard the stairs. They were like, boom, 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 boom. Oh, shit. So, man, I fucking, I, I, I bust into the classroom and everyone is just knee deep in the test. Like, all <laughs> eyes come up to me and I'm, <gasps> and I wave, wave, like, wave at my teacher. She's like, all right, man. Okay. And she hands me a test. <laughs> And I remember just just trying to control my breathing. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. okay I mean, chill, 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 chill. I'm just trying to. I'm breathing so fucking hard. The, the test and the room is dead silent. Everyone's taking a test, the fucking final. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I got there. Uh, it didn't go great, but I got there. That is uh, that's one for the ages. But it happened. You 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 did well enough on that test, if I remember correctly, where you didn't have to retake it, right? incorrect oh well never mind it was all for nothing but it happened and i'll never forget that and i'll never forget you saying that because you literally like i, I don't know you the cliche like dead person rising from the dead harvey's like pale white he's been up 48 hours yeah. he's just like he's got the covers I think, did you always, you always used to would you sleep like this i think I you used to sleep like this here. no you sleep like you sleep like this Sometimes you would hold the covers sometimes you would anyway either way i'm just gonna do it like this you that's actually fascinating you because I, yeah 
you, you literally just dead asleep and i open the door and i'm panting like i just ran a marathon which i did it was a sprint <laughs> and you just the biggest dinner plate eyes i've ever seen just it happened i was just <laughs> oh no Thank you for doing that. I I know I've said it many times, but I really appreciate you putting the effort in. It means a lot. <laughs> we'll uh, save the spaghetti story for another time. All right, all right. Um, and, uh, dude, I got to tell you that, like, uh, I don't know how it happened. I truly don't. No, so like, you, I, you, I, you, you said you told me you texted me or called me. I could probably I'll probably still have the phone messages in my phone. Honestly, yeah. You literally told me, like, dude, I set five alarms. We had I had an alarm. Uh, yeah. at home you had an alarm we all had we all had alarms you had a phone alarm you said you set like four alarms on your phone and the alarms in the actual room so i don't oh, know fuck Did, were they going off when you walked in it wasn't right no it was dead silent it was completely silent Maybe I, did. I don't know what I did. Honestly, probably what happened is you were so tired i mean you literally looked dead cuz i remember yeah. leaving that morning and you were still up just fucking cramming yeah sure trying to fit any amount of statistics in, in your brain and it's just you just look like a dead man so when you got up and turns out just... that strategy doesn't work very well if you don't do jack shit for 98 percent of the semester then you try to cram all an entire like couple months worth of knowledge into 24 hours uh not not the best track there there is a select group of individuals that are able to do that but you are not one of them oh shit Oh what? shit! The most what? famous person I know. What? The most famous person I know is Connor Murphy. He was a Pike. Oh you know? my god! I forgot about Connor. He was the YouTube guy, right? That yes. On Chipotle. Yes. Yeah. I remember okay. that. For the for the folks at home that don't Feature know, this. him. Feature him. Put the plug. <clears throat> the do the video of him on Chipotle. Connor Murphy, who um, has gone through just a wild evolution online. He started as like a fitness YouTuber. He was, for those that, that don't know, which is everyone, uh, he was a, a a year above me in my fraternity. I was a pike at Southwestern. He was the year of uh, the class right above me. So he graduated a year before I did. And right after graduation, he started doing YouTube and it just blew up. The dude was yoked unbelievably jacked and we were like god damn this motherfucker is insanely insanely jacked but he made a career out of it the reason i brought him up is because he has a wild unbelievable photographic memory where he'll like really? uh yeah to where he's like i mean the dude's unbelievably smart hmm. <clears throat> he, he would tell us uh he didn't tell me this but i heard hearsay like whatever he would just read the textbook once and just be able to recall the information what does this no guy problem. do nowadays he's like what is he like a, is he in he's still doing or? youtube uh does he like have a, like maybe 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 has like a real job too like what was what was do you remember so i real guess job. i know this Love guy it. i know this guy too so like technically i know this guy but i don't know him like harvey knew him oh dude yeah he's he's uh he's posting every day or like uh every week at least but he's still jacked he's going back to his old content they actually um if you guys know who h3 does he get on an average video Let's find out. Uh, not as many as he used to. He's he's averaging like fifty k. That one did one forty. Go to his channel. It's, actually, it's Connor Connor Murphy. It's actually pretty. I good. mean, he's 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 making a living. He's he's making a living. 
50k anyway, views on video that's a lot of views i mean he, he's very established how many subscribers does his channel have 2.38 million oh speaking of i know a famous guy Go ahead. who is the professor at southwestern that is like the most famous math professor his name is patrick i think right he is literally the most famous math tutor on youtube he always used to bring in his like subscriber plaque and all that stuff yes. what is it's patrick right patrick something patrick? i have no idea that's oh sort of patrick math i did not do well in his class by the way he, he his, his videos did not help so patrick jnt patrick jnt yes that guy 1.3 1.3 million subs that guy was my we teacher both, we both took this class yeah together we both took this class. all right we so yeah we, knew, did, we know uh, we know two terrible. Two uh two famous people online. He's still posting or oh, okay. He used to do I wonder if he put anything about Southwestern in there. Oh dude, he still... changed oh wild. He 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 changed his uh his platform to chess. He's doing really? a bunch of chess videos recently. Huh. Like chess streams. Huh. Anyway, every time I every time I look something on YouTube, my face darkens because it's fucking dark mode. <laughs> <laughs> That's his production quality, baby. <laughs> anyway, just fix so... it in post dude. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> no way, I'm fixing that shit. That's gonna that's <laughs> gonna remain. But anyway, yeah, Connor Murphy, fascinating guy. He went through a wild mental breakdown type deal uh, about a year ago. Yeah, it was covered heavily online, and he, I think, it was the result of him trying uh, peyote or some other psychedelic. I could have my facts wrong. Yeah, but it's a uh, pretty wild. I mean, he was talking about. I mean, he had like like just classic illusions of grandeur stuff and really um oh dude talking about how he's a god and he's like you know all these people that he's talking to are unwoke and, and he continued to post videos and stuff like throughout this not yeah he, he, he totally transformed his content it used to be just fitness youtuber douchebag goes up on street talks to people which is what his stuff has returned to now but yeah. uh it, it transformed completely into him being like ultra metaphysical wild you know that type of deal uh not great Connor Murphy. fascinating guy but anyway yeah subscribe to Connor murphy i guess i, don't know. I haven't you talked still, to him in I years mean, when's the last time you talked to him did you ever i mean did you ever like years. text it with him because he was your he was like he was a class above you so he was literally the one Might have been you college? i can't i can't remember if uh i can't remember if i was speaking to him post-college i don't think i have i might have messaged him once about a video been like oh that's what it was uh so he was covered by h3h3 productions uh Are famous you youtubers yeah he was, he was yeah, by, yeah. by ian what I yeah think I ethan, ethan and Ela. it's so yeah. they 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 were the part of the reason that he blew up because they could they used to cover douchey channels and people being <laughs> douchey and he was just a textbook <laughs> example of that but you know what, dude? More power to him. He's got my man's got two million sub subscribers. Hey, he's, he's killing it. He's successful. I mean, he's you know he he gets to do YouTube for a living. It sounds like so. It's not too bad. More power to him. Gosh. But anyway, yeah, dude. Oh, that photographic man. memory thing is nuts. I mean, he's the only person I've ever met. Actually, I have an uncle that has the same thing. But it's I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. It really makes me think about how uh, endless the possibilities of a brain are, you know, and how little right. of it most people use well the thing that gets me the thing that gets me is that okay so you always see this news article and it's like only 30 percent of people have an inner monologue that's nuts that's not true 30 30 yeah the 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 article was like 30 to 40 percent of people have an inner monologue and i'm sitting here thinking to myself like okay so i'm thinking right now about you know 
things going on, what I'm about to say, you know, whatever else. And those are words in my head that I'm thinking of as a person talking, right? Same, same. How, if you don't have that going on in your mind, do you think about things? Everything, I feel like everything would just be abstract, right? Yes. Which, which, by the way, I, I have too. I can do abstract, but most of my stuff is dial is, is just to someone. It's my own inner voice talking. Right. And exactly. it's like me. It's a version of me. Here's something. Here's a question for you. Okay. Do you, when you refer to yourself, um, all right. So I'll give you an example. It's kind of hard to explain. Okay. When, when I need to do the dishes or something, Mm-hmm. Uh, my 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 literal thought is oh shit we need to do the dishes it's we it's like me and my brain i'm like oh fuck yeah we should go do that or oh yeah yeah we got to go to the gym it's it, plural hmm. you singular or plural i've never thought about that let me try to think about it's it's now it's in my it's like inception All right, so like planted, like when you had to go you planted when, that into my brain so when you had to, to go think. like clean your dog earlier today like fuck, we need to clean this goddamn dog. I don't for me, think it's, for it me, it's we. we. I, don't I don't know think why it is in we. I was trying to, I was trying to think of it in we, but I, I don't. I, I, it's, it's. I don't even really think of it as I. It's just the brain and the self are one, and like here we are. We're gonna go do this as a, as a concept. I guess so you said, you I don't said say, the word. I don't we. say in my mind. I gotta do this. It's just have to do this interesting i don't know so if you might sense. you might lean it does you might lean more towards the 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 not um uh inner monologue then no because I, my the, the, mon- you the monologue have, is there you've got you you don't have a monologue you've got a co- fucking conversation going on in there with the fucking no me. it's not that it's hey not man that. we gotta fucking do this okay, no motherfucker right. no motherfucker that. I, no we're not. that's literally <laughs> it you're having a, <laughs> I'm it just sounds insane. Just... It sounds fucking insane, but that, that's how my brain works. I'm like, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, we do need to do that There's, shit. It's like I, I saw I, the gear I, spinning. You're like, yeah. wait a minute, okay, yeah. No, that's literally what that's what it is. I'm like, oh fuck, I don't want to got to write this goddamn thing. Well, we have to do it, bro. We have to. All right, let's fucking do it. You have it's me sell. the whole time. It's insane. Your it's own insane. brain. You're... Oh, and and something else that I do, which is oh, I got these stars, bananas. <laughs> Something else that I do, which is fucking bananas, is um, oh god, this is this this might just put me over the edge, like fucking put me in a home. Um, <laughs> I'll have a thought, and then my, my fucking brain or whatever will be like, that was fucking stupid. Why did you think that? And then I'll be like, ah oh, shit, no, yeah, you're right. I'll have that whole dialogue in my own brain. So I'll be like, uh, I don't know, fucking trees are yellow what the fuck are you what are you an idiot no trees are not yellow. oh shit no, no my fault no you're right so so that happens to me like let's say you've got a cabinet and then you've got like a little like whatever like a table or whatever and you bang it down just you know do something on that cabinet and then you bang your head on that cabinet i'm like god you idiot what what are you doing like why did i'll do that I, but i won't like it, it you know i guess i guess we all do but that's just kind of the same thing you said trees are yellow it's kind of the same thing as like hitting your head when you knew that there was a freaking cabinet three inches from your noggin that's oh god the same thing here's another one here's another one. Oh no um oh god i'm trying to give a good example oh we need we need, oh we need to send that email yeah i know or wait hold on okay yeah, yeah. we need to send that email oh yeah you're right I know I'm right. That's why I said it. <laughs> Is that your brain? All in my brain. All oh, in my brain. God. I'm like, we need to send that email. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. I know I'm right. 
That's why I said, <laughs> like, what the, what the fuck? Two different, like, adversarial voices well, I, in my head. It's, well, I see it's why you had nuts. such a hard time your freshman year. You have a constant battle going on between two different people that have different priorities. That's the problem. You need guys need to get together and hash it's that not out. Like, I mean, when I when I say when I say stuff like this, it sounds like I'm I I have this this old alternate person that's telling me to do shit. It's not that. It's all me. It's just for some reason it's two different me's in my head. It's not even two different. Sometimes it's very rarely that. It's usually just we. It's like my brain and me. That is interesting. I you know I, I've all I've I've always heard of the the inner monologue, but I've never thought of a of a of a two man. I talked about this in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, though. I mean, that's really cool. I never knew that was a thing. You think anybody? So, I mean, some people have three or four or seven. No, that's you know? not. See, 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 every time I say this, it sounds like a fucking multiple personality. I'm just saying. Person. I'm just saying. It's not that. I'm just saying. It's not it's that. It's you and yourself. It's, yes. it's so you've got you've got the so you've, okay so in post production uh you've got a white shirt on so it'd be great for for con- you've got the the red devil and then the white little angel and you just put them on each side and then they're constantly just duking it out in between that might be above my hairy grade. red hairy red beard right here <laughs> it'd be perfect it's perfect post production give that guy that did the amazing uh, cover art for folks at home uh let him get tacked up excuse me um anyway I talked about this in therapy. And mm-hmm. not all that uncommon. Generally, it is a a uh, response to self hatred and trauma. Yeah. A little bit. Sometimes it's like if you separate your brain from yourself, you kind of have an excuse to like blame it for something. Yeah. This is all vague and abstract. Yeah. It's not directly right. true, right? But it's easier to say like. Uh, my brain is having these feelings and I'm over here. Then it's to say that I am having these feelings, right? You know, right. subconsciously that's true. So saying we is kind of, it, it creates a separation. So that's why I think subconsciously I do it according to my therapist, at least. That is really crazy. That's not ever something that I could had considered. I mean, it's not something, you know, why would I go think about that? I live in my own head, but that's, I would love to, I'm very curious about your inner monologue. If you don't have a, a, a an I or a we, it's usually just, it's one of the two. It's usually just a, it's just, like I said, it's like, it's not, I have to do this. It's just like, have to do this. But I still think about it. Fascinating. I'm, I'm, I'm still like, I, it's like, okay, I need to clean the tub. So I go through a list. I need to get soap and all that stuff. And then it's just have to do it. You know, it's not. I don't, I never think about it in the I form, but, but I'd be probably if you were to break it down, like some psychological way, it has to come from I, right? I mean, that's, that's where it starts. No one else. But you are, you're physically, you, you're thinking the words have to do this, correct? Like literally those words are come to your brain. Yeah, I think so. Like when I have, when I have to go like drive a car somewhere or, or, or put a destination or like, or I'm going through the ways and I'm like setting a ways. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, you know, for me, I'll, I'll, I'll voice exactly what it's less just what you just said. Yeah. All right. We should get going. It's time to go. Like, let's, let's hit the road. It's we, it's let's. That's, so my, that's how my brain works. I'm, I'm not doing that. I, I guess you're right. I guess I am more abstract. I'm not thinking of it as a, as a congruent sentence. I'm just thinking Fascin- now so there, you're, are you're times, there are you're times, there are times to the other there, side. And now I can see it from a different point of view because I always thought that was crazy. But by, I, I kind of, you know, Robin Thicke blurred lines. I'm kind of blurring the line a little bit between the song, right? That's 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 the name of his song, right? <laughs> from I, I just I don't know. Eighteen I don't know years ago, mine, right? 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, but it's, it's, it, you're right. I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm not actually having most of the time concrete sentence structure in my brain. It's more of pieces of now there are times like if I'm going to go give like a, like a presentation or something or whatever, I'll, I'll think about formulating that sentence structure and stuff like that. But you're right. It's more, it is a little bit more abstract, but I definitely still have that inner monologue. It's just not as, as set in stone as somebody like you. who has got two different competing monologues that sometimes are not competing. And, and then you, yeah. you have the, you have the, the blurred lines. Like Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke, exactly. <laughs> Fascinating stuff, dude. I think you are closer to the abstract than you think you are. I because I think the think. people that I, I talk about this all the time because I'm fascinated by it, the fact that I'm a, I'm a we. My mom also is a we. Um, for some reason, it's just it's just how I think we need to go do this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I talk to people who say, "Oh no, it's always I." But then when I talk to people that have none of that, no inner monologue, they just have, they have like ideas. They see the thing being done vaguely in their head and then they go do it. But like, I'm like, I have a ton of, you know, just repeating thoughts and memories and things, but they're all voiced. Here's another yeah. fun, fun I mean, fact is, or not, yeah. not fact, but uh, something else that people have is uh, the inability to visualize. Have you heard of this? So do you mean like, okay, I've got this awesome microphone. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've got this awesome microphone right here. Um, yeah. So you're saying when they don't have the ability to visualize, if I put this microphone out of view and I think about this microphone, those types of people would not be able to visualize that microphone or they can't visualize like a paper it's, that they've seen or what, what does that be? It's the, it's the literal, it's literally not being able to see it in your head. If you close your eyes, I have... I'm a visualized like this visualizes a lot of definitions, but what I'm talking about is picture a red apple. If you close your eyes and picture a red apple, do you see the red apple? Like, yeah, I literally, see? as soon as you said red apple, it was here. I was looking there at the red apple. Like so I that's... can literally, if I want to, I can, I can sit here in this chair and then in my mind, I can imagine myself wa- opening this door, wa- yes. walking out that room, walking out my front door, and I can I can see all the things around yeah. me. I can see. So that's you know, that's I'm- most people. That's most like huh. like I, I don't know the percentage, but it's most people. But there are yeah. like there is a percentage of people that cannot do that and just just don't. They have like theoretical constructs in their head instead of actual images. It's fascinating. Huh. I didn't know any of this until I talked to my aunt. My aunt uh, Hazel shouts shouts out to Aunt Hazel. Hope yeah. you're watching. You're probably not. But uh, she was, excuse me, she was saying that uh, she doesn't have it. She can't. If you if you say picture a red apple, she doesn't see shit. She's got so nothing. Does this person does she dream? Yes, good, great question. I didn't ask her, but I'm assuming so. I mean, no one does. She's got to be able to see something, right? I mean, blind people dream, but they dream in in concepts. Dreaming is different though than visualization. Dreaming is a, is like subconscious, like a, or like your conscious bleeding into your subconscious. But you still have to have, create a a some type of image in your mind right it's a great point i have i have images of mine when i dream right i think yeah of course of course yeah Yeah. well you literally see it that's like the closest thing to real visualization i that's a great question i'll i I might text her that my like my biggest dream like when i was growing up i had like multiple recurring dreams where i was like was on like a sinking pirate ship and i got weighed down by the anchor and just can't get up and then it just fades to black and you wake up and you're like <gasps> and you're just sweating and you're seven years old and you go scream and uh, i can't sleep i can't breathe mine was yeah. being chased by a t-rex but the exact same situation 
Do you did he grab you with his arms? No. And I mean, they have little. It's arms. wild. They do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 there was um a picture. <laughs> you can see the discontent. <laughs> we're we're moving like, right past yeah, that one. Yeah. Like, yeah. They have little arms. Yeah. <laughs> we're moving right past Come it. Come on, dude. <laughs> Uh, but it's wild how 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 uh how formative those are in a way because I still remember never it forgot clearly. Him. Never forgot. Yeah. Never. Uh-huh. And it's it's something that it's like uh I mean it's it's dreams are fascinating yeah. because it's you feel genuine terror, genuine right. human terror, which is like a survival instinct, uh, right? Uh, feeling, emotion. Your heart Paper rate exists. You, you, spy, yes. you your breathing increases. You sweat. You know, it's almost yeah. like, it's like the Matrix. You know, like you, like the people that sit in the chair that are going through the Matrix. For anybody that hasn't seen the Matrix, basically you plug in your brain into a computer, um, yeah. and everything is there, but it's not actually happening. So anyway, continue with this. Is a perfect segue. Fuck what I was talking about to <laughs> the identical because Homeboy. Oh, because the Matrix is a yes! movie. It's no, a no, no. movie. It, it, and the identical is a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> no, because homeboy fucking the car guy is the guy in the Matrix who fucking unplugs those fuckers. Wait, what car guy? The car guy, the the guy that the, that our main character Elvis guy. Yeah. For it, for people that don't know what we're talking about, our next segment or thing that we're going to talk about that for the people that don't know what we're going to talk for the people that don't know what we're discussing. The next thing we're going to talk about is the identical, which we briefly touched on last week. It's the the movie that Zach's boss produced. It's an actual Hollywood film. We both watched it. We took notes. We'll talk about that in a second. But the segue works perfectly because Elvis Man, whatever fuck his name is, the identical himself, goes and Drexel like Drexel Hemsley. Hemsley. Oh shit! Good, good pull. I would have mm-hmm. never gotten that. Drexel um, Hemsley. I saw this like four days ago, and it's left my brain completely. Oh, that's uh, left my brain too. I don't. But the, I don't even uh, the what, what was the identical name? I can't even remember. What is his name? I don't know. But my point is, the fucking guy at the car that he's like he he, he asked for a job or whatever. Mm-hmm. That guy is the fucking guy from the Matrix picture. Oh, that's the guy. That's the guy that. Uh, yeah, he's the one Not that like turns this. and he's like, Not I want like the steak. I want I want the steak dinner and all that. You're right. Yes. He unplugs that guy's those like a legitimate actor. This movie is full of people that are big and big name production. It's a real. It's a real movie. How did it's this a real bomb? Movie. How did it bomb? I don't get uh, it. It's not great. It's not great. How? But think of it. Look at the cast, dude. I didn't even know that. I didn't even think about that. And I thought yeah. the car guy was like the mechanic. He was actually pretty decent, you know. By the way, I, dude, the first the first moment I saw him, I couldn't stop thinking, "Not like this." Not like this. Not like this. Too late. You motherfucker. You, you motherfucker. And he's like, oh, yeah, sucks for you. And just unplugs him. It's so brutal. They just yeah. collapse on the ground. Yeah. God, that movie's so awesome. Yeah, it is. The identical is what you're talking about, right? The movie that the identical is unbelievable, it is. which it is. we will discuss after I go pee. I'll be right back. Yeah, I need a beer. And we're back. Well, hello. So uh, during the break, we looked up who we're cheers referring to, the to Matrix that, guy. Mate. Hey, cheers, cheers to, that. to that. The guy we're referring to in the Matrix and the identical, both uh, classics in their own time, uh, is Joe Pantaleon, Pantaleono. Pantoliano. That Excellent is going to be what? Is that Italian? Oh, yeah. 
Definitely. Pantaleona. All right. Uh, and I have some notes on the identical. Do you want to just do first impressions or how should we do this? Well, we should probably talk a move at the movie a little bit. Do you want me to go backstory a small yes. backstory? Yes. Uh, so we, we previewed this in the, in the last episode, but I'll, I'll talk about it briefly again. Um, so the identical is a movie uh, that was produced by the owner uh, of the company that I used to work for previously, the fishing boat club. His name is Michael Johnson. Uh, this guy is an awesome dude. Uh, he's basically an eccentric billionaire. Uh, he went on a spree in the 80s. Uh, he hit 13 oil wells in a row, which is statistically impossible, uh, and sold all of those oil wells for billions of dollars, mil- millions, billions of dollars. Um, so he then took that money uh, and basically goes around and invested in companies. And one of those companies was FBC, Club, which is a FBC baby. Um, so anyway, I got to go around, uh, meet this guy, go to this guy's house. He has a massive uh, mansion on Ocean Drive in Corpus Christi. Uh, he's got a house in California. I think he's got he's got uh, big, huge ranches and Colorado and, and all these places. The guys, he's the owns Honey Break Lodge, the Fishing Boat Club, Epic Boats. Oh, what else does he own? Um, Flux Power, uh, some type of futuristic solar car company called like Accenture or something. Uh, obviously, S&J Petroleum. Uh, and then he does movie production. So uh, the identical is a movie that I think it was made in 2014. Uh, budget of, I think, $20 million dollars. Uh, and I think it grossed at the box office, maybe $3 million. Uh, so Harvey, if you could do me a favor and pull up the Rotten Tomatoes really quick, uh, just to let the uh, folks at home know. Hey, that's uh, the name of the show. Exactly. Yeah, that is the name of the show. I, I can't help myself. This is bad. You're going to you're gonna hate this. You're going to cringe like every time. <laughs> okay. So the Rotten Tomatoes is 6%. So that's 6 Oh, no I said 8%. Zero. Yeah, good, it's got six. God. And wow. um, I got to tell you, I mean, it's 70 reviews, 6%. Um, it's better than 6%. I will the tell problem... you this. I will tell you this. This movie has a lot of people in it that are Hollywood, like actual, like this is a real Hollywood production. I don't know if you if you have the list up, Harvey, but the, I mean, it's legitimately like there are some big time names and actors that have been in some major stuff that are in this. So, okay, we're talking Ray Liotta. Hollywood royalty, rest in peace. Died very recently. Oh, Seth Green did, yeah, yeah, dude. He died, died in Hawaii on a on a fucking shoot. Do you hear about that? No, what happened? He was, he was in. I actually don't know what why he or what he died of, mm-hmm. but uh, he yeah he was he was on in the middle of a fucking movie shoot. Just died in his sleep. Rest what? in peace. So he, he's so unbelievable. He Goodfellas. Who's the Who's the guy that just died in his sleep? That's like a famous comedian that was on Norm's show all the time. That died in his sleep because he hit his head or something. Gilbert Godfrey. Oh yeah, uh, Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Yeah. What the heck? Well, I, anyway, he, he, sorry, he hit his head. Know. Bob Saget fell and hit his head really hard. Did you know? Did you know there is a conspiracy surrounding Uh-oh. his death? No. Please lay it on me. I actually don't know the conspiracy. <laughs> oh, come on! What are you doing? Please, you everybody. Everybody at home, do your no. research, look no. it up. Uh, no. it, 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 so I know it has something to do with, I think, infidelity and uh, like uh, something political. I can't remember. It's something, it's like some crazy basement dweller in his like whatever 
parents' house. Uh, <laughs> has some major crazy like, but anyway, anyway, the the way it's all put together, it actually has gained a very minimal amount of traction. Uh, but anyway, I just thought I'd put it out there just so people can. Uh, that was some great it. information for the folks at home. Yeah, that exactly. Really, that was great. Exactly, it's, it's good stuff. But you gotta, but you gotta come, you gotta come with, you gotta. It's not intriguing if you don't have any information about it. You gotta have a thing. You gotta have a kernel. I got no kernels uh, there. Uh, Saget. <laughs> Conspiracy. <laughs> oh. Bob Saget's widow dismisses conspiracies over his death. Let's see. Lay it on me. Uh, oh, oh, well, this is the, some people claim that it's COVID related. Uh, uh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm not going to go into it. Cut all that. That's terrible. No, it's all staying in. Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm talking about. I was just browsing some off the wall Reddit thread and somebody brought it up and I was like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. All right. It's not back like Michael to Jackson our... theory where he's like still alive, like running around, you know. Back to the oh, do you want to hear something sad that I read? Sure. Um, there was a this is a long time ago, but there was I mean obviously there's been conspiracies about Tupac since he died. Mm-hmm. Like he's still running around. He's like living in Jamaica or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they asked mm-hmm. there's a there's an interview with interview with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. They were like, so what do you guys? Or this is probably ten years ago. Yeah. They were like, so Snoop, what do you think about these conspiracies that Tupac is, you know, still out there kicking? And he's like, now nah, if he was alive, he would have reached out by now. Huh. I was like, ooh. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, that really sucks. Anyway. Were they close? Were they close? Oh, yeah. They were, dude, they were, they were homies. I thought they were kind of like a different time. Like Snoop is up and coming while Tupac was like, really? Tupac, Tupac was established and he was like, he was on a bunch of, or excuse me. Yeah, Tupac was, was more established and Snoop was coming up, but they were on a ton of tracks together and stuff. Really? It's just crazy to me that dude like was prominent for two years and he's got just an endless slab of just hits. That and he was 24 when he died. Can you pick that? That him and Biggie both were 24, 24. And like we're we're 27 years old. What have we done? Can you picture like, can you can you think about yourself three years ago and being in that position of being like the I mean, the just the they're truly just geniuses. And anyway. 24 uh, years old and they have they still have that much staying power that's just insane staying power but also just like wild uh knowledge and and wisdom about the world like you listen to tupac he sounds like a fucking right. 60 year old man right it's kind of okay this you're gonna hate me for this but it's juice world a little bit kind of that guy's got like he's still putting out songs to this day he's been dead for two years juice is great i love juice i don't i mean um it's a it was horrible that he died but i don't know if he has this if he's on the same level as those two okay obvious another yeah. conspiracy theory go ahead juice's last album that he put out if you all the albums are lifted listed out right in order and if you take the first letter from each one of those it says in it says juice world is still alive that's not true i swear to god pull it up his last album that he released uh what do they say uh after it's like promethlessly or pump pumps god what is that word promethlessly promethazine no not promethazine sorry what are you look, what are you looking for Pro- promethlessly post posthumously 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 god dang god like yeah. i don't even graduate college anyway his last album 
if you look at it, the literally you can you can okay, so you can post production, you can put it in order, let the folks at home decide for themselves. Put you put your hand up so I can do that, please. Wow. There it is. Um uh, right here. Juice Holy World. Sh- Holy fucking shit, you're right. Oh I my god. Say, I think it says Juice World is alive. Wait, are we, are we, are we uh, so wait, run that by me one more time. You said the first letter of every album he's produced ever? No, no, no. The first, so the final album that was released after his death, the first letter of every song spells out Juice World is still alive. Oh, okay. Then that was definitely intentional. And just him, that was probably just the family being like, his his music will live on forever. Mm, I don't, they didn't put that out there. Okay. I'll look, I'll look into this. Those that don't know, which is everyone, we uh, put, that should be the uh, name of our podcast. We name, we fucked up with this name. I, I already hate it. It's <laughs> we're in too deep for the fo- for, for those for the folks at home who don't. Yeah. Know, there you go. Uh, anyway, but the, part of the reason that we all of the reason that we named it this is because of Norman Donald and his his show Norman Donald Live, which is unbelievable. If you don't know what it is, you should check it out. It is not on YouTube because Netflix pulled it off when he got the Netflix show. It is on the internet, though. Highly recommend. It's incredible. Norm However, McDonald live look up just compilations of like things on that. It's it's absolutely amazing. You'll laugh for days. Anyway, it's unbelievable. It is. Uh, it's the best thing. It's genuinely like top five just things on the internet, period, for me. <laughs> the reason I brought it up is because he has so many guests on that show that are now dead, including himself. Oh, you're right. He's got Bob Saget. He's got Gilbert yeah. Gottfried. Yep. He's got, I can't think of a third one, but he's got a bunch Norm of... McDonald. Norm McDonald's. Oh, shit. He's got Norm McDonald on there, also dead. Adam Egret still still kicking, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but he's like 12 years old. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, Andy Dick's shockingly alive. Um, not for long. Anyway, we were, dude, we Ooh, were... David we're... Letterman looks... Like, who do you think? David Letterman's on He's probably kicking the bucket next, right? No, nah, he's 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 healthy. I don't think he he's drinks healthy. or anything. He's skinny. He doesn't drink. He's fine. Jeez, he's better than I. We were going to talk about the identical. Remember that? Right. Yeah. We we've kind of we were supposed to have segments tonight, and like the first however long has just kind of been just you'll have to figure out how to edit that into segments in postdoc or whatever. Yeah, I think we just roll with it. Fuck it. Who cares? So about I segments? introduced the movie, right? All right. Did I even get to the movie? You got to what? What? what uh, okay. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce the the backstory. Do you want to introduce the movie itself? Because I'm not a movie guy. Sure. Okay, so I'll continue. So anyway, uh, going back to Michael Johnson, he owns a bunch of companies, whatever. And anyway, he put together an amazing cast, uh, Hollywood production uh, of this movie called. Let the me Identical. give you some names: Ray Liotta, Seth yes. Green, Joe yes. Pantoliano from The Matrix. Yep. Uh, no one else you recognize except for Danny Woodburn, who's uh, he was the little person in the movie, brief yeah. appearance. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's, he's been is big though, right? Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, Ashley Judd yeah. also. Yeah. So go ahead. So anyway, uh, he puts this you know small drop in the bucket for him, but he you know it's still a lot of money. Uh, he puts this huge blockbuster film together uh, and. I think it takes a period of maybe a year and a half for them to shoot it. And it's uh, pretty much bombed and not a whole lot of people know about it. But we had a segment last week talking about the most famous people I know. 
I know this guy, Michael Johnson, been to his house. Uh, I've, I've had multiple meetings with him, lunches. Uh, he actually had a Porsche, like a one-of-a-kind Porsche at his mansion in Corpus Christi that he needed me to take back to Houston uh, and sell to some type of collector. So I literally, the truck I still own, rented a U-Haul with his credit card uh, and put that thing on the back of my truck and pulled a priceless Porsche from Corpus Christi to Houston, delivered it and to, to this collector guy and sold it anyway. So I, I got to really cool. I got to sit in this guy's Porsche, one of a kind Porsche. And uh, anyway, the, the guy, uh, I just want to thank him. I don't think he'll probably ever see this, uh, but I just want to thank him for uh, putting me in contact with Vince Denae, who was my actual boss. So Michael Johnson owns the company. He hired Vince Denae uh, to manage the Fish and Boat Club, and he was my boss. Uh, but he allowed me to uh, get exposure to lots of, of things, business, and uh, start out, you know, managing things and people and equipment and events and, you know, whatever, all that other stuff. Uh, but I just want to thank him cool, for that. It's yeah. a very cool uh, a period of your life. I, I, yeah, I exactly. Living in Dallas and you were living in Houston, you were telling us over text or calls or whatever about your experiences. And it, it's it's an awesome thing. Yeah. No, the guy, the guy it, it was amazing. And it was an amazing job. I literally, my job was to uh, go around basically the, the Gulf Coast of Texas. Uh, and we were constantly expanding and drive boats and meet corporations and provide memberships and startup companies, startup branches and train new folks and I mean, the guy owned a boat company, Epic Boat Company. Uh, so we literally had access to brand new at the time. This was 2017, I guess. So all of our boats were brand new 2018 boats. So I just got to drive boats and host events and drink beer. It, it was a great job. And I, I, you know, I got to travel all over the place, Louisiana, Texas, trade shows, just all the stuff. So anyway, all that being said, this guy produced a movie, the, the dude, Michael Johnson has an extreme vision for things. He's, you know, he sees things through, he puts everything into it, and uh, he produced this movie. Which He's a fascinating human being. I don't know him personally or at all, but uh, I will say that I just, anyone that is willing to dip their toe into Hollywood and hire legitimate talent and oh, that create balls. an actual movie. Yeah. Balls, huge balls, incredible vision, awesome thing that he did. The movie's not great, but... <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. He it's tried. Okay. He, he tried. tried. He tried. He tried. And, this is, and this is you a, know what? We're here it's the closest. About it. Yes. This is what we're, we're going to talk about the movie now. It's called The Identical. And um, it's a pretty interesting. So last week when I was, uh, uh, we talked about it briefly. I thought at that point that it was a legitimate Elvis movie. It's not. It's just heavily it's, inspired. Okay. But, okay. Okay, it, it, they, okay. So they even say Elvis in the movie. There's What's a part when? where the guy says, like, you're, you're Drex, he says Drexel Hemsley, which is the main Elvis like character, Elvis or the Beatles. Ryan, there's only one Elvis, there's one Drexel, and there's one Beatles. And you're a pretender, buddy. You are nothing. Because our, our character, Ryan Wade, I think is his name, right? Uh, Ryan Wade is like, hey, I want to go out and do my own thing, right? But the producer says you're either Drexel Hemsley, Elvis Presley, or Ryan Way, or, or or the Beatles, or you're nobody. Yeah. So anyway, I, I thought the, it was really weird that this movie focuses so hard on being about Elvis, and then they name drop Elvis when clearly the character that they're trying to portray is Elvis. Fascinating, fascinating you, idea. You don't remember that? 
I don't remember that. I, oh I, my I was under God. the impression that they couldn't say the word Elvis because they of said copyright it. or something. They said it. They I said I, it. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is lit. I mean, it's if you look, just take a look at the guy, it's Elvis. I mean, he's trying to be Elvis, but they're trying. It's like this weird, like alternate alternate dimension where Elvis has a identical twin brother that was separated at birth. So, which, by I the will way, say, yeah, do you you may about be about to say this, but there is, I think, I believe. Elvis was born a twin no or shit. he had a brother. Yes. That died in childbirth. Oh, damn. Okay. For real. Taking inspiration for real. from the real, from the real yeah, world. For real. Now I don't know. I don't know hundred percent if that's true, but that's, that's what I read online. Editing Harvey will have a word right here. <laughs> All right, so the synopsis of the movie, uh, a basically a young Elvis Presley. Picture Elvis Presley, that's who we're talking about. He grows up in a country home where Ray Liotta is a pastor who is his father, his adopted father. I should go back further, excuse me. All right. Um, a family has a pair of twins, and they're extremely poor. They can't care for both of them. So they, Great they... Depression, 1930s. The, the, in this film, the identical character, Drexel Hemsley, uh, and Ryan Wade are both born in like 1935, maybe. Yeah. So born to no yeah. money. Anyway, continue. born to a pair of parents that have no way of of caring for them. So the father decide or, or fields the question to the mom, who's like, "Listen, we should give one of these fuckers away because I wait, can only wait, wait, wait. You gotta the the." he doesn't feel that question until so it's the depression oh, shit, people right. are go looking ahead, for hope ahead. right people are looking yep. for hope so the i think it was just the dad was the mom at the service the traveling tent service i don't think the mom was there right no i'm sure she was it was just him okay maybe i'm sure there. she was anyway, i will say that so she this, was the the, the, the pat yeah i was gonna say she, she was not into the idea and then it hard cuts. It hard cuts. Her being I was going to okay talk about it. that too. Okay. Anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get All to right. that. We'll get to that. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Anyway, hold on. Yeah. We're breaking down. Yeah. We're breaking this yeah. down too much. When he, just, for those that don't know, which is everyone, we need <laughs> we need a brief synopsis of the entire movie. Basically, what happens is twins are separated at birth. They're both basically Elvis. One with a with a family that actually gives a fuck about music. He becomes essentially Elvis, right? And the separated twin at birth is like constantly being like, "Holy shit, you look like Elvis!" Oh my god, have you ever noticed that you look like Elvis? Like, yeah, bitch, I get that all the time. But he is in a family that is not into music and is not allowing him to per- pursue his dream, right? Shit happens, things happen. That's that's your premise. General thoughts. I it's not great, but it's not say I mean six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, that's way too harsh. I think it's it's just a it's just fine. It, I just didn't the narrator. I think Ashley Judd does the narration, right? Sounds like her at least. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 the mom, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so it's it's just kind of it enters and it's just kind of like corny a little bit. It's just kind of like eh, there's a kinda, lot kinda, of kind of pushing. Oh, I thought you said porn. I was like, no, there's not. <laughs> there's zero of that. Would have um, been way more interesting. Exactly. It's just kind of just in your face a little bit from the beginning. It's just like cliche. Yeah. Like this family was, you know, times were tough, but they were gonna make like the Lord said and be fruitful and multiply. And I just wanted to go. Bleh! 
it's disgusting so it's just like uh yeah there's a lot of that i mean there's a lot of, i mean it's it's, it's, it's just it's just cheesy it's just like kind of amateur um there's a couple things i noticed right at the beginning so this is a uh there's it's basically a slice of life and you get his childhood sort of you get his teenage years which are hilarious to me because uh they use the same actor for the entire thing obviously but yeah. he's playing a 19 or 18 year old and he's like trying to sneak into bars or whatever yeah. and the man is clearly a 34 year old with a fucking <laughs> wig on i mean it's crazy looking it looks crazy <sighs> and i mean uh the, it made me laugh so hard because the car or uh i think it's his dad ray Liotta, that was like what, what are you going to that bar for? You're underage. I was like, this man is not underage. He is, he is 35. What, what, what do they call him? They call him they, when he's at the bar with like his buddies, like you're a PK, like a preacher's kid. Like really? That's what you're calling preacher's kid. You're a PK. You're, that. you're a PK through and through. Like who, who says that? What is you're that? Abbrevi- you're abbreviating your insult right now. Yeah, like exactly. everyone's saying it. That's you're always going to be a, a PK, but it's just like, <laughs> okay. So, Going back to the beginning of the movie, I don't understand. In the you used to call me a GF. <laughs> so anyway, um, the movie opens in a with Drexel Hemsley, who is the Elvis of the movie, driving in a I think it's a stretch limo through a cotton field. Why? Yeah, good point. There's it, it, nothing it, like it, I have no no idea why it shows him drive he, he's dri- and, and and like as they're driving through the cotton field you see like slaves picking cotton like what what is there's that's a reference to nothing I, I i noted that down i was like okay so you're making like a comparison like to the black plight what what in what in what other form are you are you addressing this in the movie you're i not, have no i have no idea it's it, insane like the, the entire he, he, film he, he makes eye contact with like like a woman who has i mean i don't know if it's true but i'm picturing her with like a baby in the sash you know and she's like fucking pagan cotton it's like, straight out of a slave movie and he like makes makes eye contact like no, oh, and I, and I, and I see what you're going through there's none of that like, no, he pours a fucking glass of whiskey. There's literally none of in that his, in the in his in the in the limo as he's driving through the cotton field. The guy he's sipping on a glass of whiskey, so, whiskey okay, like so, I mean, like the trailer part. Like if we're looking Jim like <laughs> recipes, literally. So the the uh, I'm, I'm picturing like the the writers be like, all right. So the idea is he's he's out of touch. He's like a rich guy that doesn't know what the deal. Like you know, but there's. There's none of that in the movie at all. There's no character development for the rich guy whatsoever. There's none. Just, it's never referenced. I, I just don't understand. Like driving through, he's driving on a dirt road in a limousine through a cotton field. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. It makes why. no sense. So and like he's right, so whiskey and he's looking out and you see these like ghostly images of slaves picking cotton. And he just, mm, that's some good whiskey. It literally never comes up again. <laughs> ever in the entire film i'm like was it cut out but like even if it was you can't cut out a theme you know right exactly what should have been cut out was that fucking scene that seems insane it makes no sense i'm like he's he's going through like all right all right all right all right so if i'm the writer i'm like okay he's out of touch he's rich right do we ever build on that in the future like what if uh what if our elvis guy i'm just gonna call him elvis elvis Elvis's Drexel brother. Drexel All right. Hensley. What if Dre- you got wait, Drexel, Hensley, Drexel's famous? Hensley, Ryan Wade. Ryan's not famous. Yes. Drexel's famous. Son. Ryan's. This dog yeah. is very distracting. Let's let's take this through as a writer, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So You're let's say editor, he's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
he's out of touch and um wade is trying to reconnect with his long lost brother later in the movie that happens right mm-hmm. doesn't get to happen because he dies mm-hmm. out of nowhere for no reason yeah plane crash why i i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> no, why no. does that I happen guess, why, why does he die in a plane crash it makes no sense for the character they don't have a moment even I like he sees he... him play yeah, I think he dies in a plane crash, but I don't think I think that's what, what you're asking. So that the as Ryan a character, Wade yeah. can go back and meet his real dad at the gravesite and accept him, right? That's why, because if he I, maybe that would have happened later, but that's that's they that's kind of fine. forces have, him together. You can have that moment not at a gravesite. Like, what was the point of him? Dying? I guess I guess like maybe as a character thing or as a story thing, him you know becoming the actual identical now that he's dead he like gets a gets a career but also yeah. i mean logistically or speaking or whatever would you as a person just accept someone that came out of nowhere after if someone that looked exactly like norm mcdonald just arose <laughs> i was like i mean it's a bad comparison because it's a comedian but like i don't know well, speak okay speaking of that was- just 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 a side thing so my dad uh he does engine build, rebuilds in uh, downtown Houston. Uh, his he has a machine shop. Plug it. And there there is a guy. Plug it. It's now. I'm not going to plug it. I'm not going to plug okay. it. Uh, maybe later we'll have a segment or a, a episode to talk about that. I'll give you guys a tour, whatever virtual tour. Anyway, this guy comes in, and my dad grew up, and I guess he was already grown at the time. But what was Norm was 1990s SNL, right? Say again, sorry. Norm was 1990s SNL, right? Yeah. Okay, so. This guy comes into a shop and my dad has watched Norm since, you know, from when he first started. Uh, And the guy has mannerisms and speaks and is literally Norm McDonald. Literally, my dad has, the guy comes in uh, to drop off his stuff, right? Hey, uh, the guy, the guy, no, he's telling, he's telling me, he's like, my dad literally was like, is this guy like Norm? Because he's literally just like Norm. Um, So the guy leaves, my dad forgets about him. He comes back in to pick up his completed uh, you know, engine block or cylinder heads or whatever it was. I don't remember. It's not important. Uh, but he comes back in to pick it up. And the guy is just like his, his every fiber of his being like screams, like Norm's mannerisms, his, his like speaking wow. style, the way the nasally speaking. So my dad has to, he's like, are you like doing this on purpose? He says this to him. He says, this, he's like, are you doing this on purpose? Are you like trying to like act like Norm? The guy has no idea who Norm wow. McDonald is. Never heard of him in his life. Literally oh, doesn't shit. know him. Um, so I, the guy was just like dumbfounded. I was like, who, who are you talking about? So my dad pulls up like a YouTube video or something and is showing the guy clips of Norm McDonald. He's like, holy crap. So he goes home and shows his wife, the guy Norm look like, and the wife and the guy are like, holy good Lord, that you're just like him. You act like him, wow. you speak like him. So anyway, I don't know the guy's name, but just, I don't even know how he got the identical because we're talking about the identical. That's uh, fascinating. The guy, the guy was Norm McDonald. He had the same hair, the same speaking style, the nasally voice, the everything was the same. So you're blowing my mind. No, you're you're blowing no my idea. mind. Who, who, I brought who, up who, Norm who, as like a wild sure. example, but that's a real thing that yeah, you experienced. So, exactly. I didn't personally, but my dad did, and he said it was uncanny. Literally, he thought Norm McDonald walked into a shop. Holy so, shit! The guy that's fucking bizarre. Who, who Norm, the guy didn't know who Norm McDonald was. I don't know if he lived on an island or something, but he doesn't we're know not... who Norm is. Dude, maybe we're not giving this movie the credit it deserves. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's fucking prophetic. <laughs> That's unbelievable. 
It was weird, Holy man. Shit. It was really weird. I gotta and meet the this guy. guy. They were about the same, the same, same ages too. Generally, about around the same age. So, it sounds like things like that maybe make me think that it's possible. Maybe their parents had a fling, you know, because right? right. they're Canadian. Maybe, maybe the dad went to the fucking United States, stayed a weekend in Texas, and had you know a fling with with someone. It's possible. One of my, one of my teachers in uh, high school was the love child of, uh, of the Beach Boys. No shit. Yeah, who's the lead singer of the Beach Boys? Good lord. Not a clue. Couldn't tell you. Uh, I've got Google right in front of me. I'm trying to Google on my cell phone. Brian Wilson. Okay. Okay. My teacher, and I will not name this person because uh, this person asked to remain nameless because it is true. Um, if you take a picture of Brian Wilson and you take a picture of this teacher, they are literally the same. Literally the same. And the mom had a thing with Brian Wilson back in the day. Holy shit. She is the daughter or he is the son. Okay. Of Brian Wilson. That's awesome. That's really cool. That's a real thing. Anyway, so speaking of identical, just, just maybe, maybe I can try to invite him on the show, you know, dude, to try to see if I can ask my dad to, uh, just to, to, to reach out to him and see if we can get him on the show. I would love that. Are you kidding me? The Norm look alike guy. That'd be unbelievable. What if it? What if it's like not even close? <laughs> I was picturing that. What if it's just some fat black guy? <laughs> oh my god! He's the just opposite some, of like, Norm. Exactly, yeah. just some huge dude that's like, oh, I don't know who Norm McDonald is. What do you mean? <laughs> he comes in. Oh, he said, "Look like him." He mentions OJ once. Your dad's like, "What the fuck, Norm McDonald?" <laughs> That's why he got That's kicked awesome. off SNL. He couldn't stop mentioning OJ. Of course, uh, anyway. dude. Anyway, anyway, identical. So, okay, uh, hold on. I've got a thing. What are you talking about? You're they were talking about. Uh, yeah, already. Fuck the purpose behind that scene. The scene's insane. Uh, <laughs> so the the first thing that like caught my eye. This movie. The first note that I took is mm-hmm. uh, they actually use a different actor for when uh, our identical guy is a child. And uh, Ray Liotta is a pastor. I don't know if you mentioned this. He's I a didn't... pastor at a church. Mm-hmm. So his his son, adopted son, is going to be like a church kid, right? So they use this kid. Well, I know the plans I have for you. Declares the Lord. Plans prosper and not to harm you. You've seen Step Brothers, right? Of course. Okay, so you remember the scene where they all have to sing in the car? Yes, Adam Scott. Love it. Yes. You remember the kid has to hit the high note in the back? Ooh. Uh, I don't the remember SUV the SUV when they're singing. What, what song are they singing? I'm gonna, Adam Scott's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save it with the bravado or something. And he's like, You're the guru. I can sing high like this. All right, Tommy, you're the oldest. I'm counting on you. Come on. She's got eyes of the bluest skies as if they thought of rain. I hate to look into those eyes and see And if we're going to cut all this, uh, I don't know if you can, you know, just... Just, just flame, that's, that's what flame, I'm saying. Flame set, I don't know if you can flame study somebody for being gay. <laughs> just the, the kid. No, but my point is, this is, I have no problem if the child is gay. 
My problem uh, is the fact that he becomes a straight adult according to the movie, <laughs> and the kid is so okay. Clearly I get it. I get it. Yes, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Anyway, that kid seems and acts like the singing kid from Step Brothers in the car. Literally, okay. I might have to watch that actor. scene it might again. Be the same actor. It might That'd be, be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I might have to watch the scene again to see if that kid is also gay. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, you develop a pretty good gay. I mean, it's it's not even a gay to her. It's so clear. It's so clear. Why would you have such an attuned gaydar? Heart? I don't understand. <laughs> Tell the can you explain for the folks at home uh, if they may not know. <laughs> I, I'm really glad we added that. Anyway, continue for the folks. At that home. was your idea. Very funny idea. Mm-hmm, I like it. Mm-hmm. This is not a bit. I'm a literal <laughs> homosexual. It's like the scene where the guys are talking about getting molested every day for a summer and they can't stop <laughs> laughing about the story. This is, I'm just going to tell you a story and you can't laugh. He's like, every day for a summer, I was molested. <laughs> you you got to get serious. Uh, and if you cover your mouth, I just feel like you're laughing. Nope, let's do it. All right. Just, uh, so when I was nine, I was brutally molested by a guy. <laughs> You can't say brutally. <laughs> Why? Because that's a curveball. <laughs> Why is that? Because don't say curve. Like, and look at Chin now. Don't, it's not, it's not a curveball. Don't say brutally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Bobby Lee. So when I was nine years old, um, every day for a summer. <laughs> you can't throw shit in there. Why? Because you fucking... <laughs> I can't. Why can't I? Every day for us. Oh, That's shit. just rude. I'm going Stop to hell. I'm just, I'm just adding. Then it started off brutal. I'm just adding more. Yeah. Every, yeah. every day? You couldn't avoid them for God's sake? All right, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Are we actually talking about the identical right now? <laughs> we were. All right, so all right. We, how do we get to this? How do we get to this? Okay, hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. This is going to be a three-hour episode. You better pull up your notes, bitch. Be reading while I'm talking because that's what I'm doing to you. Read your. You guys gonna present your notes to the camera? Yeah, I'm not there to say anything. Everybody, look, I've got terrible doctor handwriting. Right, damn, damn, that handwriting's rough. Oh, okay. I, what I thought was funny they they yep. had a they had a they had a the quote. So it's during the depression, right? And they're talking about how everybody's poor. And this they can't movie support. gave me depression. Good. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about how it's a depression, and then they come back with, well, they make like the Lord said, and be fruitful and multiply. And they're just talking about pumping out like 47 kids, and they can't they're trying to, to they're talking about busting loads inside of your wife. That's what they're talking about. Oh, God. <laughs> they're talking about just knocking down loads, just fucking, fucking loads. <laughs> All right, let's go. Oh, no. You made me unplug my freaking microphone. Jesus. Okay, hold on. I have a point. I have a, I, I'm trying to go through my fucking notes. We're talking about the goddamn movie. I know. Re- so I've got a. So all right, I, the, the, all right. the next thing is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. You shut the fuck up and read your notes while I talk about mine, okay? Oh, you want me to read them like out loud? No. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay, hold on. Um, all right. So we both watched this on YouTube.com, uh, which is a website. <laughs> Uh, and it was it was free as free, free 99 i'm not sure if it was the movie or the upload but the audio drops out sharply like three or four times do you remember did you experience that i remember at the very end of the movie this may have happened for you there he's doing like a he's finally made it and he's on his own and he's singing like some type of song to everybody and all you can hear is very faint like background clapping and like yeah 
That's what I'm talking is, about. There's, I'm like, is it, was it copyrighted? Like, what? Do they not have the rights to this? Like, what it was is the this? upload. It was the upload on Shrug. I can't blame the movie for that. But it's an official uh, upload. No, it's not. Yes, Wait, it did is. You, did you watch the actual like YouTube movie version of it? Yes, it's the official upload. That's not what I watched. I watched some bootleg shit. Well, I watched. I I had the same audio problems you did. So I I honestly think they just could not post the movie. Something was flagged for copyright on those lyrics, so they just basically had to turn the volume down for a minute and then turn it back up after it was done. Literally. But it was only like one layer of the audio that came through. So it's not like they literally yeah, they, turned the knob down. It was like they, they silenced like in, in fucking premiere. Yeah, exactly. They just they, killed they, those like, audio You layers. could still hear like the background clapping, but the, the, the lyrics were just nothing. Okay, so then then I have a follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I, I, I was under the impression that most of the music, if not all of it, in the, in the movie is original. Am I incorrect? Um... I don't know, actually. I mean, it was all great music. I was gonna say one of the best parts of the movie. Not, not I'm not even joking. The, but one of the the better parts of the movie were the was what I was assuming was the original music. I didn't hate it. I truly did not. I thought I thought that it was because I'd never heard those songs before. I assumed they were all original, so they probably got a bunch of. We could Elvis. have done research before this, but we didn't. Yeah, we don't do it. We don't. We don't even. We're supposed to have segments. We've just been rambling. So <laughs> anyway, uh, Bobby, you know, talking about Bobby Lee and Norm Macdonald lookalikes, like Brian Wilson. How did that happen? Uh, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, yeah, the music was. It was like they tr- they were trying to mirror very loosely Elvis's songs, which they they, they got away with pretty decently. I, I think they did a decent job. They they like they even had themes and, and like like he had a beach theme or whatever with a music video and stuff. I thought that that was kind of cool. I mean, I don't know. I thought all that stuff was was solid. Mm-hmm. It seems to me like they whoever they hired, if if the music was original, we should have looked this up. We're fucking idiots. We should have done this. But Ooh. if the music was original, Harvey's gonna was... post if the music was original. Your love's keeping me tonight Even when we're far away Your love's keeping me tonight If they, if it was indeed original music, they actually spent money on it because it's like, it's, I mean, it's, it's Elvis clone music, but it's good. It's not dog shit. Right. Uh, yeah, so exactly. it was solid. Yeah. Do you think Couple it was a little weird at the beginning of the movie uh, where she's having a child in the bedroom and the guy's just like chilling in the other room and then he just walks in and the, like the birth is complete? That was standard back in the day. That's in like every movie. But he walked in like halfway through when it was like she literally just pulled him out. Like, did she yeah. signal him? Like, oh, yeah, come on in. We're done. Uh, that didn't bother me because, it, dude, back in the day, just men did not fuck around with the birth room. They were just like, ah, get that shit over with and I'll be over here. <laughs> I'll be in the rocking chair that's and drinking fair. whiskey. That's, that's fair. That's okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Uh, Chase, All right. So I watched the movie with Chase. Uh, so she does birthing and she thought it was a little weird, but she also is exposed to more modern birthing methods being a labor and delivery nurse. So anyway, Fascinating. Interesting uh-huh. perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I will say that Ray Liotta is never not great. I think he is the best part of this movie. He's even with his decent. I thought the acting was actually pretty decent. I thought the writing was terrible. I completely agree. I think that the uh, if you say acting that broadly, I'm going to disagree because our main character, um, his name is Blake Rain. 
Wait, his name is Ryan. Okay, never mind. I thought his okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, Blake. All right, our main guy, the identical himself, Blake Rain, who by the way, this was this is the last movie he ever did. He did serious? Yes. He starred in the lead too. Damn. He starred in this and then I think two or three other side roles, but he starred in this in twenty fourteen. Yeah. He hasn't his that is the last thing on his IMDB. He has not done shit since then. Is he an he might be dead. impersonator? I don't know. He looks just like him though. So I'm on Wikipedia right now and you can't click on his name. So maybe that was just a one and done for him. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he just he got hired because of what he looked like. He's not a very good actor. What if you think he actor. knows Michael Johnson personally? No, I'm betting they probably met once. Do you think he knows Michael Johnson personally? The answer would then be yes. Oh, because you met once? Oh, then mm-hmm. then I know fucking... Uh... Oh, God. Todd Packer? Then I know fucking David Keckner personally. Yeah. Who's, Dave, who's David Keckner? <laughs> Who's that? It's Todd Packer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, Someone I, what happened was... say it's, it's like Cal Johnson for some reason. I don't know why. My name is Don Johnson. What is that from? You, what is that from? Last you said that podcast. last time. No, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. It's funny. It's it's like the, the whitest, the whitest like dude name ever I can think of. Do you think it's weird that the father of Ryan Wade um, or Drexel Hemsley goes to a service with his wife and is just committed to adopting their son out to this pastor and the wife is completely against it. There's a scene cut and then she's handing the baby to him. So you just give them both up. One. We can make it with just one. No. William Hemsley, nobody is taking my babies from me. Never. Literally, she's literally it's like, hysterical. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this. There's it's no like, way we're giving I would rather child. die than give yeah, away exactly. my children. Cut to like. Cut. <laughs> Here you go. Here's a child for you. We just amazing. flipped a coin and uh, this is the one we decided we don't want. There it's you go. It's so funny. I mean, it's it's like, uh, I don't know. It's not even a coin flip. They let them decide. Remember that? They're like, oh, go choose Lord. one. You're Which right. they give them their pick of the litter. Can you imagine that? Like you'd obviously keep the better baby if you were doing that shit, but yeah, it's 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 oh, it is okay. And then they fake the the child's death, and they use the shoebox. That shoebox is this big. There's, yes. it, are they vacuum packing that child into the box? Like, how are you supposed to? Fit? Nobody in their right mind is going to believe a child is in that box. No. And they do the whole like, um, okay, hold on. It's I have, this, this is, big. This it's, is later. It's as big as this cup. I have a question for you because this is the the one thing I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Um, okay. okay, later in the movie, there's yeah. our our actual Elvis guy, Drexel Hemsley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a scene of him weeping at a gravesite, and I'm pretty sure he's weeping at his dead brother's grave. Do you remember this? Oh, really? I don't remember that. Huh? 
there's a scene they hard they hard cut i forgot that they're talking about drexel or whatever and they, they cut to him he's like it's a picture a fucking funeral in a movie it's raining he's like he doesn't have a black umbrella but it's everything else he's on his knees weeping at his dead brother that he never knew his you grave be, you, did, you did watch a bootleg version i didn't get that scene no it's in there i promise it's in there that i'll, I'll put it right here Why you, and not me? It's on it's YouTube. Fucking I don't insane. think anybody's coming after us for it's copyright. Insane. <laughs> like, okay, so uh, picture this, right? You, you were born a twin, and your your brother died at birth. Yeah. You're told that maybe once in your you know adult life, when you're old enough to understand what happened, you're like, oh shit, that's weird. Well, bummer. All right. Can you imagine weeping and like, oh God, why? my unborn fucking twin? It makes no sense at all. It's because he felt a connection, Harvey. He was still alive. He felt a connection. Why, God? Why? <laughs> and maybe if he died a week ago, but like, you didn't, you never knew the kid. You never fucking knew him. It's crazy. <laughs> He felt the connection already. Let's see All what right. else we got here. Uh, All right. So music was solid. Um, uh, I, I will say the the producer. So he he gets our our main guy Wade gets into business with this producer. Who's I mean he might have he might as well have been smoking a giant cigar. Like he's boogie, your boogie, classic producer guy. So our producer guy is comically evil. It's hilarious. He's like, you're never going to be nothing, you motherfucker. You <laughs> you are only going to be the identical forever. I just want to work some of my songs in. Nobody wants to hear your songs, Ryan. You don't know that. You were a wrench turner singing in the church choir when I found you. Back off, Tony. Hey, I made you, Ryan Wade, and don't you ever forget it. It's over, Tony. I quit. You quit. Well, go on and quit. Ryan, there's only one Elvis, there's one Drexel, and there's one Beatles. And you're a pretender, buddy. You are nothing. Nobody's ever going to sign you. If you try to produce original music, you can go fuck yourself right in the ass because it's that's not going to happen. That's what he addresses Elvis. He literally says the words Elvis. He says there's Drexel Hemsley, Elvis Presley, or the Beatles, or you nobody. This movie is supposed to be about Elvis. And they sort literally, of. they they bring Elvis into it. Like, what? Are you kidding me? You can't bring it up if you're not going to say it the whole time. So, okay. So, okay. In this universe, you got Drexel Hemsley, who looks like a cookie cutter Elvis Presley. Then yeah. you've got Elvis Presley. And then you got a guy mocking Drexel Hemsley, who's supposed to be Elvis Presley. So is there three identicals? Is that oh how this works? Oh my God, I never thought about that. <laughs> Elvis, Elvis exists is, in that Elvis, universe. Elvis is in the universe. He, The producer brings him up when he's talking about this guy never amounting to anything. There's three that identicals. Never, that never occurred to me until this moment. There's literally three identicals. They had triplets. There's actually four identicals because if you go and look back at the history of Elvis, Elvis had a twin brother. Didn't make it past childhood. So if Elvis is real in this universe, that means his dead twin brother is also real, which means that there are four identicals. 
They're fucking animals. quintuplets, which is not <laughs> even a word. <laughs> it's not even a word. Wait, quintuplet? That's no one five. Has oh, wait, shit, what's five? Quadruplets. My fault. Quad. It's a quad. It's quadruplets. Yeah. There's probably a five somewhere. Maybe no one, three. no one in the world is a quadruplet. That does not exist. How, that does how not do exist. You have a movie Triplets is the only thing. That your your main character looks like Elvis, and you still have Elvis in the universe singing the very close similar song. I just thought about that too. That's crazy. Bizarre. Bizarre. Wow. Okay. Couple more notes. There. Couple more notes. Mm-hmm. I will say our main actor. Uh, mm-hmm. whose name is we said it earlier it is Blake Rain homeboy's eyes never change once in the movie they're this the entire time <laughs> remember the scene where they're at the bar and they're dancing and the girlfriend is like well he was on the dance floor and whenever he started dancing he was like nobody else and then they cut to a scene of him dancing and he's literally dancing like the guy next to him like, are you kidding me? He was like, you know, Elvis is supposed to have some crazy dance moves and stuff. That's what he's known for. He's just doing like the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, he's like shaking his arms like this. He's like going like this or something. And then there's a guy literally right next to just a normal looking guy. And that's this honky talk bar. And he's literally going. And it ha- it's it's narrated by the girlfriend or, or the mother or whatever. And she's like, I've never seen anyone move like that. He just don't care. Now I'll grant you. It was a tad odd on a first date to visit a honky-tonk across the tracks. But Ryan was unlike any boy I'd ever met. Sweet and gentle. A gentleman through and through. The guy, there are literally people, like a whole group of people doing the exact same dance. How are you going to bring that up? Anyway, Can we talk Can we talk also about the fact that when they're at that bar, it gets broken up by the police? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they're like, God damn it, it's the devil's music in here. What the hell are you people doing? <laughs> and they're like no 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 it's it's actually good it's it, these are people that are are soulful and they really truly give a care about their music they're like oh and a preacher's boy bringing the devil music get down off that stage boy get down off that stage you know we don't count that kind of music you understand me do you understand me there ain't nothing wrong with this music there ain't nothing wrong with these people <laughs> seems to be a little misunderstanding of the law around here it's it's amazing and then Ray Liotta comes up and he's uh, he's like you told me you were out picking dandelions <laughs> speaking of speaking of when the cops break up that uh that little concert or whatever the dance thing that they're having and yeah. his buddy who the guy who calls him a pk that's the drummer in the band he gets captured by the cops and he starts running from him. And you know how they put Ryan Wade in the cop car and he's sitting in the cop car waiting for his dad to get there. The friend detours from running from the cops, runs up to the side of the car. He's like, hey, I'm sorry, man. And then continues running away from the yes, cops. Yes, I remember that. I don't have a hand. I, I'm truly sorry. Sorry, buddy. Like, what are you doing? You're getting chased by the cops. You're going to detour, stop, and say sorry, and then continue to run? Like, oh, my God. You got to be kidding me. There's no way. It's, anyway. it's I mean, that is, that is like, I mean, it's comical. I just picture him being like, yeah. listen, um, I apologize about this entire evening. It was mostly my fault. <laughs> Your father is probably going to be unhappy with us both. The cops are just like in the in the background, like <laughs> just like, like a stop motion running on a yeah. treadmill, basically. And this guy's he's like, um, 
listen, I'm going to keep running at this moment, but we're going to reconnect later. We're going to talk about this all. And then, uh, you know, at a later date, we'll reconnect. Yeah. It's, 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 it's nuts. It's, okay, it's, can we jump forward a little bit and talk about uh, Drexel hold dying? On, hold on, hold on. One okay, second. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. So I get to the friend running. Uh, da, 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 da. What about the scene where he joins the army after that scene where he gets caught by the cops and his dad's like, you shouldn't have been there. You're, we're going up to Knoxville or Nashville and you're joining right. the army tomorrow. Right. So then it then then you literally cut to a scene. He's literally in the army for the first thing, which also fun fact, Elvis Presley was also in the army. So I mean, they're just copying this, this man's entire life. Literally, it, but but Elvis exists still. But anyway, they cut to the scene, and you've got a very loosely filled warehouse with like three trucks in it, and then you've got a oh, a, yeah. a, a, a group a, a group of guys. And, and, and Ryan Wade is sitting there with his guitar and he's just belting out tunes. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, what are you like? Who does this and why are you doing there? Supposedly, these guys are mechanics and they're working in a shop. They look like they literally just got out of the shower and they've got their hair. Like, like what is that? What is that? I don't what know. situation are we in? What is this a, like a drill? Like, and then the, 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 the fucking Army Marine Corps guy comes in, he's like, what are you, motherfuckers? <laughs> and he's like, "Well, uh, actually, that's pretty good. Why don't you keep going, son? Here's your guitar." Octave Hood, Private Wayne. This your new job, serenading my motor pool, sir? No, sir. Well, while we're on the subject, I got a question for you. Where'd you learn to sing like that, boy? Here another one. Absolutely yeah. hilarious. There's three total trucks in the warehouse, by the way. So. Yeah. What? What? What situation were they in? What? What point of the training did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. And then, and, and then it immediately cuts to Ryan Wade has a delivery job, and he's delivering stuff, and that's where he meets the mechanic. Which I thought of all of the scenes, not the movie, like this. I not like this. Actually, wrote down. Car scene, auto repair scenes are solid. I wrote that down. I, th I thought I agree. Those, those were actually good. I thought they were. I totally good. agree. Those scenes are good because he like connects with a person. I like the moment when he goes. Uh, sorry, I like the moment yeah, when he comes acid, in. Boy, that's my it's my entire life. Um, <laughs> Me too. Don't worry. <laughs> I like the moment, the moment where he comes in, and he's like, "I'm looking for a job." And he's like, "All right, well, get under that." Like, there's just no questions asked. Like, all right, well, okay, get up. You started five minutes ago. Yeah, Go yeah, check yeah, this yeah. out yeah. for me. I thought it, I thought that, it was, that was cute. I also, I mean, my favorite scene in the movie, which actually genuinely works, is um, is him at the very end talking to his dad, right? And they're like, he's like apologizing or whatever. Yeah. That was great, genuinely I touching. Thought, I thought that the, it's a shit story. It's a terrible story, but I thought that the way that they wrapped the the whole thing up together, it improved, and I actually kind of became interested in the actual story. I don't know if you felt that way but it kind of, it just got better. I don't know if it was because, I don't know, Ray, Ray Lloyd is good throughout the entire film, but it just kind of, the movie sucks in the beginning. It's awful. And it slowly gets better. I agree with that. Ray Liotta is, is great the entire way. He's, he's, he's unbelievable. I mean, he, he takes, he takes like garbage to your script and makes it interesting. Right. He's just got, he's such like this, this, um this like, depth to his actions you know what i mean right every right. move that he makes every facial expression is like I mean, you, you just feel like he's an actual old guy 
Think about so. his progression, his age progression in that film. He starts out, he's like probably supposed to be in his like late 30s, maybe. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, that guy is like 70, able to, 90, 80. Yeah, whatever. he's barely able yeah. to walk. And like he he he, he, he pulls it all range. off. Yeah, he, he pulls, pulls it all off. Well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I've been I mean, okay, so we're 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 blowing so you, you, we're blowing Ray Liotta. He's a fucking like I mean, he's the, the dude is unbelievable. It's amazing to me that he can bring this material to the level that he did. Right. And uh my the the final point or first off, before my final point, I want to say Drexel dying was one of the most awkward scenes mm-hmm. I've ever witnessed in a, in, a, in a film, in a motion yeah. picture. Yeah. So it's supposed to be this big weighty emotional moment. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's just bizarre. It's like it to me. Well, the first time I saw it, I was like, "Was that a, like a he's bit? dead or was that he just died? Is that like <laughs> like a, a dream sequence or something?" You see him. You well, see he was him. The dream. He's Drexel the Dream Hensley. So yeah. Oh shit! Good pull. <laughs> All right. So uh, for those that don't know, which is everyone, they were he's he's driving in a fucking or he's not driving. Excuse me. He's flying in first class or degrees. Whiskey glass. He's drinking hand. a cocktail. Yep. Glass mm-hmm. in hand. And then it's just they get a little turbulence. It goes. Brrr. And then it hard cuts. <laughs> it hard cuts. He's a like, oh, smoky, geez. fiery, yeah, crash just, scene. Just a fiery crash. I'm the like, light, the lights flicker in the in yeah. the freaking plane for a second, and then it's just done, completely dead. Like yeah. everything's I mean, destroyed. The reason that obviously I know the reason that it happened is because of budgetary reasons. They just <laughs> shook the camera in a in a fucking plane set they built. Anyway. It's bizarre. It's truly insane. The tone switch is nuts because it's like a happy. I forgot what the scene was before it, but uh, our they're main character like. Shop. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure they're in the mechanic shop, right? You probably because right. I, I remember he's in the mechanic shop and then he's he dies and then Drexel or, or Ryan Wade is just like, uh, 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 uh. yeah, he's just passed out on the ground. You're like, is this guy dead too? Like, what happened here? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's very clunky, very clunky. It's it's like I mean the the movie could be called clunky. I mean the entire movie is clunky as fuck. <laughs> the editing is rough the entire way through. But that scene in particular is like, what are we doing here, guys? We need a rework. Like I mean, if you as a as a director, you fucking go into the editing room, you see that happen, you're like, what what are we guys? No, what the fuck? Do- okay, speaking of speaking of deaths, so do you remember when? their mom died so you remember uh ryan wade goes into the hospital right to go deliver flowers he runs into his old girlfriend that's seeing somebody right and then he hears that drexel hemsley's mom is upstairs right right yes he goes upstairs he sings to her i think and then she just dies and he just leaves that was another extremely clunky rush scene that was insane I mean, she's she's in, she's in a hospital bed, like, oh, like on her deathbed. And there's no, I love that there's no one else in the room. There's yeah. zero other which human is, beings. Which is, for the for the people at home that haven't seen this movie, that people? is also yeah, the folks at home uh, that that haven't seen this movie. That's also his mom, but he doesn't know it at the time, right? But he holds her hand, and he has no idea who this lady is, other than he knows who Drexel Hemsley is. And he's like, oh, I love your son's music. He sings her. I think his own personal song, I think. Uh, I think he sings a, Dre- a Drexel song. Okay, see, okay, so he sings a Drexel song. And then she says, Drexel. And then she dies. Yeah. And then this guy leaves. No, no, that's that's how he gets the connection. He's like, oh my God, why do you call me that? But um, it shouldn't it shouldn't be his realization moment because everyone that he's ever experienced or talked to calls him Drexel because he looks 
identical to him. Wow. He looks exactly that's the, the same. Na- that's the name of the movie. That's the name of the fucking movie. Holy <laughs> shit. Honestly, uh, I, I didn't realize what the movie was, why the movie was called that until like three quarters of the way through. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. Now. Okay, do you think it's kind of weird that uh, Ryan Wade is, you know, he meets up with this girl. Remember the girl he took to the bar in the honky tonk, right? And then he meets her again at the hospital. And she's like, I can't be with right, you. I have, yeah, I, yeah I, I can't be with you. I have a, a boyfriend or I'm engaged or I have a fiance. Hard cut. And is, yeah. And then, and then this is like, uh, this is supposed to be like Christian themed movie, but this guy continues to pursue this obviously obligated. Okay. Woman. Okay. 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 I got one. More, <laughs> I got one more, one more note I forgot to mention. So there's, I mean, a classic eighties trope. Uh, the guy goes up to the, to the woman's window, mm-hmm. right? She's in there like doing her hair or whatever. And yeah. he goes out to the window and it, the eighties movie trope is they have a fucking boom box and they're like, Oh, I fucking love you. But in this movie, because for some, he serenades her with uh, yeah, his yeah. voice because he's a singer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, I want to say he had, oh, this it's the, uh, 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 the not like this Matrix guy. Not like this. Is there with a uh, guitar, I believe. Mm-hmm. He's yep. there for sure. Yeah. He's, so anyway, he's playing guitar. He's playing guitar yeah. and yeah. he's serenading. Da, 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 da. And the cops get called by a neighbor who's mm-hmm. like, get the, get, he's disturbing everyone. It's fucking midnight. Get this motherfucker <laughs> out of here right so uh the cops come and he's like i'm not leaving until you agree to go on a date with me <laughs> like it's so romantic oh he yeah, and it's like he's that, refusing uh, to leave by the police okay all that being said they called the cops for disturbing the peace obviously she didn't call and she says you're either going to jail or you're going with me she agrees but that doesn't take care of the fact that you're still disturbing the peace other people called yeah. So like, not only well, that, like, and also, but he, she has a fucking boyfriend. She's in. Fiance. She has a boyfriend. Fiance. A fiance. Yeah. A fiance. Yeah. Can you imagine going up to someone that's like engaged and being like, and then the cops get called on you, and you're like, I'm not fucking get off me. I'm this not is the night leaving. This is the 1950s. He's singing that song, and she's like, I'm. I have a fiance, and his comeback is, well, he, he's not here. Yeah. Yeah, like, he's not here singing to you right now. You're he's not supposed to cohabitate <laughs> with you. This is 1950. You're gonna get whipped in the street. No, 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 he's he's overseas. He's at war. He got drafted, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What, you're you're here singing, singing to me. Playing guitar he's, he's, in the, like in the truck his country. Yeah, exactly. Oh, anyway, I thought I thought I thought that was like this is supposed to be a Christian mo- Christian movie, but we're over here trying to seal away of somebody that's already engaged. Anyway, I I thought I thought that was that, that was that was a good one. So you want to know a fun fact about the movie? Please. So something that I know that probably most people don't know unless they watch the credits is Michael Johnson makes a cameo in his own film. No shit. He does. The producer of the movie makes a cameo in his own film. So do you remember the blue bus whenever Ryan Wade first starts touring as the identical, the blue bus, they're going around the county fairs and all that after he wins the, the radio contest you know, to sing like Drexel Hemsley. Sure. So the blue, the blue bus is driven by Michael Johnson. Wow. He actually, ha- he actually has a couple of lines and I thought he did a good job. Oh, come on people. Don't be stupid. I got a job to do here. Hey, what's going on? Ah, it's closing weekend. Final judging of the livestock. Wow. Looks like either that or Wayne Newton, right? <laughs> but yeah, he, he's the bus driver and he has a scene. And I, the reason I know that is because I was at lunch with Michael and Vince, and they talked about it. 
That's awesome. I also oh, could have cool. read the read the credits, but but anyway, he, he I think he does a good job. So bus driver is Michael Johnson. The other th- thing I think about is the kind of leading into the fact that okay, Ryan, Ryan Wade has started going around touring at all these different whatever, and his producer is like you know making you keep seeing cuts of them having checks and checks and checks and checks of money come through and then he has this falling out with this producer where he's basically like you're not elvis you're not drexel hemsley you know you can't do anything and he literally says does decide decides not to work with this guy like this guy's printing money you think he would make a concession right it's 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 the stupidest he's just like movie. f you dude you're done yeah. you're never gonna be anybody and he, yeah. how much money were they printing every week can you picture like a producer or or whoever that position is and being like going up to talent, someone that is your your biggest money maker and yeah. being like, you want to produce original music? What are you f- fucking stupid? What are you an idiot? Like it's, it's completely well, insane. So the other thing that I thought about is you'll never be anything in this business. Like I'm <laughs> your client. I'm your client. What are you okay? Crazy direct directly after that scene where he has a falling out with his his producer. He goes to a record company. You remember this? He goes to a record company. But the scene before this, you see a, a, a he records a record and he's printing stacks of records. Yeah. Literally By stacks. Way, he's got I, no I, he's not been signed anywhere. Yes, but I noticed I I noted this by the way. Uh the record production scene. Yeah. Yeah. A plus. Oh yeah. That that whole they they show the whole the, like the vinyl being pressed and everything. They definitely went to a factory and and like filmed that. That's yeah, production course. value, baby. Absolutely. But you know? why is this guy that has, he's not even been signed. Why is he printing records with a label that nobody's even agreed to call him yet? Oh, that's a good point. That's literally the scene before that. They're printing off a thousand records and then they're going to a, a music label to get yeah. the, like to like the music label is obviously going to be in charge of distributing the music. Why would he make his own records? Right. Um, I don't know. It's completely backwards. It's completely <laughs> backwards. Like, what are you doing, man? I don't know. I don't know why I was trying to answer it with a real answer. I was like, oh no, the movie's just bad. <laughs> it's just not great. And then oh, okay. After right. that, he grows. He grows like a hobo beard. That's like, it's like, what are you doing, man? No, 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 no. He doesn't grow shit. He's glued on the most comical <laughs> fake beard I've ever seen. Like it long is, emo hair and his beard. The hair, I mean, it, it looks like he's he looked younger than he did when he was trying to play 19 at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he looks insane. It, it is comical. It's like fucking party city level. They just fucking put on a fake beard like this. I'll put a picture right here. And um, it's <laughs> it's it's amazing. I mean, it's truly amazing. Um, can we jump ahead to the heart attack? Yes. My yes. favorite scene in the movie. Is that your favorite scene? It's my favorite scene. <laughs> the heart attack is amazing. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a um, picture, a cheesy movie in your brain, dear viewer, right? Hallmark, Something Hallmark. Picture a Hallmark movie, and like, what's the moment when your father figure is going to have a heart attack? The moment uh, is at the climax about something exactly of, yeah. of an argument. When mm-hmm. you're you're bringing your entire experiences and I'm I'm not doing what you wanted me to do, Dad. I'm doing my own thing, and he's right. like, "Oh, I just want what's best for you, you stupid." Oh, and it's like, I mean, uh, it's my it's the only, I mean, he did the best he could. It's Ray Liotta. He's good, but it's so 
silly and comical. He's like, oh, 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 oh. I mean, it's it, it's it's not great. I will say that the the follow up is is fine. Him like rushing to get the meds or whatever and trying to get the phone. That's all done decently well. I expected him to die at that point. My internet connection is unstable. Uh oh. So anyway, uh, uh, Ray Liotta does the best he can with the heart attack sequence. It's it's a little silly. It's a lot silly. It's very silly. But um, uh, the rest of the movie from that point forward, I expected I expected him to die because you expected the father figure to die in this type of movie. I thought he was gonna die. I really thought it was over. Like that, honestly. If you fool me like that with a movie like this, I am actually I was surprised. I was like, he's gonna be dead. He's never gonna get any closure. He's gonna have to find out for the mom and all that. But it, he stayed alive. I was I was very surprised. So anyway, I go agree. Ahead. And there's a, I mean, and the best scene in the movie genuinely is when they they he like apologizes to him when he's an old man and he's like, you know, they reconnect and at their later age and, you know, apologize to each other. And also just like say, I love you and all that stuff. That's right. actually very well done. So that's, that's like I, the, I, the scene. I that the was the peak best. of the movie right there. And it should have been right. Cause that's when you're kind of closing everything out. You, you know, you're, you're, you're doing good. So I, I really thought that scene, I really thought the movie had a trajectory like this, but then it kind of out of the explosion of the, the ass of the movie it just kind of slowly meanders yeah. with some you know sharp drops and then it kind of finishes on kind of a high note i don't know it's it's I, solid. I became more interested that as the movie solid. went on maybe that's because i was i was i was in, invested at that point but i i thought it actually got better and it was it was mostly carried by ray's you know ability to act and to, the improvement of the story um as it kind of went on completely agreed radio to save the movie it's uh but it's also just a fascinating study again producer by the name of michael johnson who mike johnson so no i don't think <clears throat> i don't think he goes by mike i don't, I don't think he's sorry michael yeah, apologies michael. so uh, our our guy zach's old boss michael johnson created a movie with real actors real i, I can't get over this like if you, my man just dipped his toe into hollywood and got a-list talent I mean, yep. for for the faults of the movie, it's it's not terrible. It's truly not. Yeah. I would tell you if it was. It's just fine. It's not. It's not great. It's not even good. It's just fine. It's just fine. There's good parts and bad parts, but he did it, and it's a. Uh, it's very cool to me that that he that he put his neck on the line, and he did it. Don't put his number out there. Oh God! He's just gonna say I have his number. Is his number on the screen right now? Look at it. It was on the screen, yeah. Um, cut, I had to cut that shit out. Now. No, just blur it. Just blur it. Okay, I'll I'll blur it. I'll blur it. Yeah. I've actually never blurred anything in my life, and it's gonna be a new thing I have to learn because I'll of just this. Go like this. Oh, it's too late now. <laughs> Michael late Johnson. Now. I could call him right now. All right. Uh, I think we should wrap this thing up. I would wait, wait, say... wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go can ahead. Can we Sorry. do? Okay, so I sent you. So you can cut this. You can either we can either do this to completely derail the whole podcast and just after the movie, just we're completely going off of it. Um, but I sent you a picture. So weekly, my buddy who I went to high school with, who is now a emergency medicine doctor, is going to send us pictures, x-rays of things that people have put in their own ass. And Harvey's job will be, and I guess my job, because I actually won't know, maybe my job will be to kind of set up because I already know it's kind of funny. Harvey's job exclusively will be to guess 
what this object is. And I've got a plethora of these. So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and post the picture now for everybody to see. So whoop. Okay. And Harvey's so, going to now look at the picture and tell me what you think it is. All right. Um it's 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 uh it looks like a giant marshmallow. So okay. my first thought is my first thought was a the head of a microphone. Which okay. doesn't make sense because like I mean there's no padding that would fit inside of an asshole <laughs> and like remain re regain its shape. By the way, I must say it's incredible that your friend has like enough of these. Like this is this is enough of a regular occurrence to make it a weekly segment. I love mm -hmm. this idea, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, uh, all right, what, we, what final call answer. It? What should we call it? What's in my ass? What's in that ass? What's in that ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I will give you four from this list of the picture that's somewhere in this video screen, either mine or Harvey, of what is in that ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Is so, it? option A, is it a yoga back roller? Option B, is it Beats by Dre Bluetooth speaker? <laughs> option C, it is a Yeti vacuum sealed cup, stainless steel cup. Oh or my god. It is a Negro Modelo beer bottle, glass beer bottle. Oh wow. I'm very impressed by those by those questions. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Okay, so my thinking here is that the Yeti vacuum sealed cup is so specific, I would be shocked if you came up with that off the top of your head. Okay. It does look immediately like a Beats by Dre pill. Excellent pull. But I feel like that's something that you could have pulled like from your memory, right? Yeah. So Possibly. I'm thinking maybe. I'm thinking the I'm thinking the vacuum sealed yeti thing is is so bizarre and specific that it has to be that. That's my final answer. All right, Harvey. You have selected option C, the Yeti vacuum stainless steel cup. Is that your final answer? It is. Was Harvey correct? Was his answer correct? You will find out on the next episode of the folks at home. There it is. Comment, everybody comment what you think the correct answer is, and we will let you know on episode number two, three. What's the next I'll episode? Zero, one, two. We'll make that decision at some point. The next episode, next week. Um, I will next say episode, that just if, if anyone has any doubts, this is not a bit. These are actual ass photos from an actual doctor that Zach actually knows. From an actual, what is this? The probably the one of the fifth largest. Oh, I don't want to give that away. Sixth yeah. large. I don't know. I, I I could be wrong. It's a very large metroplex hospital, one of the busiest ERs in the U.S. Let's wrap this up with. Uh, I have a suggestion that we talked about last episode. Okay. Um, you have not seen Bo Burnham's most recent special by the name of Inside. Okay. Do you know anything about it? I know that. Bo Burnham, whenever I was very young, uh, I actually stumbled onto Bo Burnham when he was like in his room recording on a keyboard, like, I'm Bo, yo, I'm the greatest rapper ever, and I weather you, weather, weather you think I'm better, nah, I don't need a sweater, I'm hot, I'm a real G-shirt, I really find it, just, I, I've, I've watched that video about 12 million times, uh, so I actually found him really early on, this was like early, early YouTube, uh, and then I lost him, I dropped him completely, and then Harvey rekindled that in college and i realized like he like you know 
broke it out big time. So I think Harvey was, you know, watching something on YouTube. It was like, Hey, that's Bo Burnham. Like, I know that guy. Like I, like I used to see him when he was in his, you know, little keyboard with his YouTube or whatever. So anyway, that's, that's, but I don't know anything about the special. I just kind of rambled there. That's, that's totally fine. I, I love, I, Bo is, is one of my favorite just performers period. Um, um, Bo, and- yo. I want to say you might have introduced me to him. It's possible that I knew him beforehand in college or in, in high school. I think I was just show. I think I was just showing you like his early stuff. Yeah. And you're like, dude, this guy has like, like actual, like legitimate stuff. Comedy specials. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Are you serious? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, so he's that's, he's that's, done. He did he did two uh, Netflix specials and where he performs in front of a live audience. It's like musical comedy, basically. Before Inside, so uh, Inside the point. The idea of Inside is called Inside because he wrote, performed, recorded, edited everything himself with no studio audience during the pandemic wow. uh, inside of one room. And it's like house. Les Stroud's Survivor Man does everything yeah, himself. Basically, right? So uh, I don't want to put any thoughts in your head, but I love the thing. I've seen it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should watch it before next podcast and talk about it. Okay, I'm good with that. So, so I think you, it, it'll be an yeah. interesting reconnection for you. I want to give you some sort of warning or just expectation is that it's not totally funny. It's deep and dark. Okay. So it's it a lot. It's, it's very pandemic-ish. He, he kind of put the nail on the head of what a lot of people were feeling during 2020. So it's it's a fascinating special. I love it. And we'll talk about it next week. Okay. All right. Sounds good to me. Um, this is a lot of fun. This was the Folks at Home podcast, episode 1.5 or 2, whatever we decide later. Yeah. It will be edited or one, shortly. Or just, one, or just one. Yeah. We didn't even or, talk about Better three. Call Saul. Or, or three. Ooh. It's too late. We should... We'll talk about it next oh, next week. God. I don't want Unbelievable. the to be over. I don't want it to be over. It's over. All right. This All right. For next time, folks at home, everybody else, you don't have to be at home right. to watch it. Much love, man. Have a good night. Peace. I can see your picture in my mind A vision that seems so very 